Hello, fellow travelers. Today our adventure begins, not with the bard spinning its epic tale, but in the library of the carriage rest in. Between the crackling fire and the overstuffed armchairs, we find a patron, lost in the pages of a story. A story about heroes, villains, and a merry band of adventures caught somewhere in between. Let us also get lost in this adventure. This is so cool! <laughs> Uh, hello, welcome to our first episode of Carriage Rest Tales One Shot. Um, this is a sister podcast to our normal Carriage Rest Tales podcast, where we are just going to be doing one shot adventures with our friends, families, and possible patrons. To my left, I'm sorry, I'm Mike, your host and dungeon master. <laughs> and to my left, we have Katie. Am I supposed to say my <laughs> yeah, whole name? Yeah, we probably should have rehearsed this. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's go to your right. To my right, I have uh, this is Sam. <laughs> Um, I am a regular on the regular podcast. You guys all know me, but I'll be playing Elliot, who is a half-orc druid today. And to Sam's right, I am AJ, uh, first-time player. Uh, just got kind of through the whole introduction yesterday, building my character, the gnome rogue Gimbal. So uh, I look forward to getting into some shenanigans. And I'm not going to do directions because, well, later on you'll find out. But I am Katie, <laughs> also a first-timer. Um, I will be playing Bryn, the Wood Elf Ranger. Um, also for our listeners today, we have a furry friend guest in the studio today. Uh, AJ and Katie's Chocolate Lab is with us, Cadbury. So if you hear some thumping, that's probably his <laughs> tail hitting the side of the table or a little bit of... Um, a little bit of heavy breathing. That's what's happening here. But we are pet friendly at the podcast. So slightly attached to us. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's fine. He's asleep. Um, so for those that are interested in the backstories for these characters, you can check out our website at carriageresttales.com and look for uh, one shots. This is session one. But for now, we're going to dive into our story. For this one shot, we are actually running a story from Wizards of the Coast on the Candlekeep Mysteries. We're going to run their first story in there. We thought it would be a fun little thing to try something published. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and the plan for the adventure is for the four of us to kind of run through this whole book together. So hopefully it doesn't take us six years to do it. So <laughs> hopefully um, you guys will, it'll be cool because our listeners will be able to hear you guys grow. So yesterday was your first experience with D&D. Yes. So mm -hmm. I mean, literally full experience. So it'll be really fun to watch you guys kind of go. And what a better way to do it than just a podcast. Yep, exactly. What I'm going to hand the players now is I'm handing them a little backstory, which they are not going to read out loud. And basically what happened is these party members do not know each other going into the story. So they need a reason for why they are going to be meeting up. I'm handing each of them a brief description as to why they're meeting up. And then we'll let them play out how they're going to use that information in the podcast you will be able to see these story hooks on the website as well if you are really that interested. Everyone go ahead and roll. Let's do a D10. What are we rolling for? See who goes first. I got a 40 or a 4. <laughs> 4, okay. 8. The one with 10 sides. Oh, right, but I have two D10s and one has a 20 on it. It doesn't matter. So the One has a 2 and one has a 20. That's just like saying it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. Okay. The other one's just 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay. The zeros are inaccurate. I've got a 70. Seven. So you got eight, <laughs> seven, and four. Yeah. Uh-oh. So Bryn, it's been a kind of a long, strenuous jersey 
because you keep kind of getting lost in the woods on your way there. <laughs> um, but you are the first to arrive at Matrix's Wizard Tower. What do you have with you? I have a bag full of family jewelry of gems and gold. Okay. And for our listeners, what does Bryn look like? Bryn is a wood elf that stands five feet, eight inches tall. She's a She's got long jet black hair that's braided, pulled back. She has copper skin with uh, emerald green eyes. She wears brighter colors of golds and greens and ruby reds. Uh, she does have a long bow that has a fiery bird that's engraved in the handle with ruby red tipped arrows. Uh, she also carries a short sword. You get to the tower and you go up to the front door and you go to knock on the door and the door just swings open. And what you see inside is an empty room that is a study. So that's where the wizard has, you know, been normally where he'll be to meet guests and kind of just study the mystic arts of magic. As you are kind of walking around and walking into this room that seems empty, you don't see the wizard, but you think maybe he's off someplace, maybe back shortly, you hear some pitter-patter steps come up behind you of a gnome. A gnome, yes, Gimbal. As Gimbal arrives, your trek wasn't as bad. You found a road and you're just like, oh, I'll just take this to where I need to go. But what do we see when Gimbal comes in? Uh, so Gimbal's a, a gnome. He stands about three feet tall, a little over 40 pounds, just kind of getting into adulthood. He's 41 years old. Nothing stands out about his gnomish garb. You know, he's, he's a very standard, you know, cloak, boots, and that's about it. You know, um, he does carry with him a rapier, a short bow, and his two daggers. And what other? Sadly lost his duck. He did. <laughs> Sadly lost his he duck. He's fairly fresh. R.I.P. And what extra does he have with him? Uh, so the extras that he brought with him were being that his, his father was an engineer and a tinkerer. He has a lot of just kind of tools and jigs and all kinds of things that were clocks built in, in his dad's workshop that he did over the, you know, the last 40 years as he grew older. So he brought all these, this collection of, you know, things that he's built over the years with him to try and barter. So as you enter in, same thing, you go up to knock on the door where the door's already swung open at this point. And looking inside, you see a wood elf kind of standing in the middle, maybe poking around on some books, but not really sure what to do with herself. Well, I'm going to go up and I'm going to introduce myself. So, hello, wood elf. Uh, I'm Gimbal. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, gnome. <laughs> What My brings you here? Brent. I'm searching uh, Matrius. Have you have you found him? I have not found him, but I've been looking around and I have seen nothing. There's no sound, no nothing. Well, let's let's see if we can find a clue so we can find him because I need to find this guy. Okay. okay. What do you need him for? <sighs> There's some magical spell has been cast upon all the woodland creatures in my my Schliefenwald gnome village, and they're just turning to stone, and I can't. I just can't live with myself if I don't try and do something about it. So I assume he has the, the answer to uh, releasing the animals from this hex that's been put upon them. Well, I too need him to retrap a demon into a tree. All right. Well, let's work together. <laughs> um, is this, uh, this is the time when we would roll for perception yep, or something? Exactly. As All you right. said, you were yeah. looking for a clue, and that would be a hint that you need to roll for a perception check, which is okay. a wisdom-based uh, skill. Okay. So to roll that, you want to roll a 1d20, and then you're going to add your 
uh, perception modifier. Can I put a help and roll as well? Since I have a well, higher... Well, you can just roll. Oh, you can just roll. Just roll. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You've got better high points. I got higher points than anybody. You <laughs> so basically, you can think about it. You're both looking around, so that's why you okay. can both roll. Okay. Okay. I got a 16. I got a 16. 16, I had nothing. You had nothing. Okay. I have 10, but I can... But I, my perception is plus four, so 14. 14 and a... 16. 16. So with that, you definitely notice that back by his table, there is a some like wrapping paper and I think like a shirt box size. And the box is kind of leaned off onto the side. The wrapping paper is kind of spread out everywhere. And the desk is completely cleared off except for a single book is just sitting up on top of the desk. And when that happens and when you're looking at that, you hear a knock on the open door as you look over and you see a... Oh, that's me. Yes, it's you. Uh, a half orc um, named. Well, do you have a half orc? You know, you wouldn't know his name, but you see half orc. Um, he is about six two, muscular guy, has uh, also jet black hair that is a little bit longer, and it's swept up into a nice man bun. Uh, he has dark black, thick rimmed square glasses. He's wearing like a navy blue, kind of like silk button down shirt with some um, brownish, dark brown leather vest over it and a red, white and navy blue kilt, like tartan kilt, uh, with a little like satchel. And you just see a big handle kind of off of his back. You can't really discern what it is, but it's a big like wooden handle kind of hanging, hanging off his back. Uh, Hey. Hey, Elliot or... Wow, do I know you? <laughs> and then realize you have your name tag. Oh, oh my gosh. So, sorry, I just came from like a family thing. Let me just, she heals off his name tag. Uh, yeah, my name's, uh, my name's Elliot. Um, do you, have you seen Matrius? We're looking for him. Uh, no. You will, you will notice that they are behind his desk right now. You guys don't work here? No. <laughs> no. No, we're looking for Matrius. Do you by chance know where he's at? Um, you know, I don't, but I, I don't. I do know that we might not want to be standing there if he does walk in. Look, we came in. All we found was this open box with a bunch of paper around it and this one book. Okay. We need to find him. Okay. Have you seen anyone else around here that we can ask? Or um, if not, I, we this is all we've got to work on. We've got to find him. Well, I have. No, but I just, I literally just got here. So let me see. Um, I guess he's not in this room. So let's go take a look. I'm going to go look some other places. Okay. Um, so Elliot's going to leave and go kind of search the tower. All right. Uh, he's going to walk out. Hello, Matrius. Hello. You hear a lot of birds kind of chirping and, okay. you know, woodland life around. Nothing seems out of the ordinary, but nothing responds. All right. I'm going to take a quick spin. Kind of just how big is this place? It's probably about four stories high, cylinder shaped. Studies on the main floor because that's where he meets meets guests and he also studies and so he can walk outside, get breaks, that type of stuff. All you right. go to the door to lead upward and it is locked. All right. Um, I'll probably head back into the office. I'll, put, I'll give it like a good pound. Okay. Nothing. You pound away. You guys hear some pounding. Okay. Like someone's knocking on a door and then nothing, no response. All right. I'm going to head back into the study then. Okay. Uh. Cool. Well... I got nothing. I was like, we do a wisdom roll and see if we can find any clues in this book or something. Is that sure? So, yeah, yeah. What is this about? You know, clearly. Wait, it's the last I thought thing Elliot said that we shouldn't be by there. What do you know that we don't know? I just generally know if this is my castle, 
and I walked in and someone was behind my desk. Well, maybe we should. I head. wouldn't take too kindly to that. Let's let's check the book and maybe head to the local tavern and see if anyone knows anything. I think that's a great idea. What? Well, you're there. What? Did, what? What does it say? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're gonna look through the book. Is that your plan? I, yeah, it's the only thing on his desk. Try and find some yep, kind of exactly. clues. So yeah. As you start flipping through the book, you get to the front cover of it, and then there's a little letter that's written into the front cover of it. And it says something along the lines, Matris, thank you for your help in curing my mental illness. As a reward, I'm sending you this book because you seem interested in extra-dimensional spaces. I really think you'll find page 243 in lighting. And then it's signed, a little one. Do you read this out loud? Yes, I do. I read it first to myself, and then I repeat it to everyone. Okay. What's on page 243? Let's see. Yes. Flip it. I'm flipping to page 243. Okay. So when you flip to page 243, it is the incantation for a spell, Morcan's Magnificent Mansion is the name of the spell. And what it is is it's an extra-dimensional space that will produce a mansion that you can go into. Do, Do we now have this spell? You do not, because none of you are high enough spellcasters to use it. That's silly. Can we write it down so we have it for later? Sure, you can take some time and try to copy it down. Yeah, I think Elliot's going to do that. Okay. Okay. It's easy to find some paper and a quill because this is a wizard's study, so he's got lots of stuff around. Is there an index in this book that I can look and see if this spell appears anywhere else in the book? There would be an index in the back, like a typical book, but you don't see any other references to the spell. I think Bryn's going to be walking around and checking out to see if there's anything else of clues. Maybe see if there's a hidden passage somewhere. All right. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll a investigation check because you're actually going through and looking specifically for uh, like a hidden door or a hidden passage or something like that. I rolled a net 20. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Your so, first net 20. My, my first net 20. So while... Elliot is going through and doing a painstaking job of like copying down this spell. Bryn, you're going around and like, you're like, okay, most of the time there's like a, a secret doorway in a bookcase. So you like go through and like move every book <laughs> and you're just like speeding through and like moving all the books and you move every book in this place and you're like, okay, I am 100% sure there is not a secret passage in this, <laughs> in this room. All you know is that there's a door going to the upper levels that's locked. And there's lots of books scattered around, and that's about all you notice. And no keys. No keys. No, but I want to go use my uh, thieves' tools. Okay, to sounds see good. If I can't open up ooh. that door. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Elliot is just. You can always roll a stealth check to try to do it without Elliot noticing, because <laughs> Elliot is focusing on. Yeah, I'm copying. I mean, I'm stealing something right now. Like I'm yes. literally stealing something, <laughs> so I'm gonna just but throw you some shade. Judge your stealing. Yeah, not, not him. Not okay. his. Okay. Let's do that. I'll throw shade. Okay. Let's throw a, a stealth check. <laughs> All right. So you're going to roll a d20. Okay. And then you're going to add your stealth modifier. Uh, eight. Eight. So then if you're trying to purposely hide from another player, what they're going to do is they're going to roll their perception check, and it's going to be competing against your eight. Okay. So if she rolls below that, oh, you get away. I have to roll. That's fine. If she gets above it. Mm. So perception, you're going to roll a 1d20. You're going to add your wisdom. I'm adding wisdom and my proficiency modifier. So I'm going to add a four. I rolled a three. So I got a seven. So even with the low eight, Elliot is so entranced <laughs> in copying the spell. You're like right next to them, just mm-hmm. picking away. Okay. And now you can roll your thieves tools to see if you can actually get into this uh, locked door. So that'd be a 20 plus dexterity in my proficiency. 
Nat 20. Perfect. Uh-huh. Um, you are deadly silent, and you just easily find the tumbler, and you pop it open, and you are now free to move about the entire tower because that was the only locked door. All right. Well, I'm going to start investigating around and see what I see. So do an investigation or a perception check. Um, if you want to, I'll just explain. Okay. Um, yeah. But there's four floors in total. He's got the study on the bottom. Next one is going to be the kitchen because you don't want to carry your groceries up too many flights of stairs. Yes. Nothing surprising in that area. And then you go up in the third layer is this bedroom, bathroom area. You find lots of really fancy linens and lots of like jewelry. Basically a lot of excessive wealth you find in that area. Like he likes to surround himself with nice, pretty things. Mm-hmm. And then you think back and remember like, okay, we're asking this person's help, but he does require a hefty cost. He requires lots of fees in order to do his magic. It's like, okay, this is, he likes the fine life. And then you go up to the fourth floor and it's just like, a, think of like a rooftop garden area for like a telescope, just a place that you can go and relax and get away from everybody. But you don't really find anything of note. Okay. Well, then I, I would return back down to the first floor, um, relock the can door. Can I ask a question? You can. <clears throat> I know that we're level one, but are there other player like M- MVC or NPCs? NPC. Um, that can like help us in casting spells? Yep. Yeah. The other okay. NPCs you'd be able to find would be able to cast high-level spells, such as Matris. He is a high-level wizard, so that's maybe the person you would talk to, but you can't find him. Okay. So, oh, right. Returning to the main chamber, then I, you know. Bryn's just staring at Gimbal like, what did you just do? Well, I'm going to lock the door behind me and suggest we go to the tavern and seek a wizard. <laughs> That can cast the spell Excuse for me. us. Does anyone have a wizard here? <laughs> um, okay, so- I did forget to ask oh. when you introduced yourself. What yeah. else do you have? What is oh. your extra items? Uh, yes. My charisma. I have nothing. Oh, all right. Interesting. Oh. I have going to... Your half-orc charisma. Yeah, it's not super high, <laughs> but um, desperate times call for desperate measures. So she is going to... She's got her skill. Don't she? I was gonna say, is Elliot a cheer? I've been playing it. I've been playing it. A she, a a she, last couple of times. Um, he's got a he's got a specific skill set. But I would like to roll a history check. Okay, roll a history check. That's a one d twenty. It's intelligence based. I got a sixteen, and I got a negative one in history, so I got a fifteen. And what are you trying to remember? I, as I'm like reading this spell about this. Tiny mansion. Do I? Magnificent mansion. This magnificent mansion. Do I know, like, would it be in this room? So if he had cast this spell, would it be like a door opens or a little mini mansion opens that he walks into? So do I think that this mansion is in this room somewhere? You would remember probably from fairy tales and legends that are just told of like high level wizards that they had the ability to manifest doorways that mm-hmm. would lead to extra dimensional space mm-hmm. and that's where the mansion would be okay so do i think that's in this room yeah you would put together that okay this spell as you're copying it down you'd be like okay it, it even maybe tells you in the description that it's going to cast a doorway that you can then walk into okay so i would now knowing this i would want to roll investigation and okay. i want to specifically look for what i would discern is this doorway sounds good i really want a nat 20 <laughs> And I got a 16 uh, and four is uh, non-natty 20. Non-natty 20. Uh, well, no, that's perception. I was doing investigation 15. You would get back to the front cover of the book and then remember that he received. And then he would look down and see that there was wrapping paper in like a box. 
So you would put together that he was just sent this book. Gotcha. So I don't think he's cast it. So you would probably it. say he probably didn't cast it, at least not in this room, okay. because he just got the book himself. Remind okay. me who signed the book. A little one. And you would know that it was sent from uh, Candlekeep, which you guys would know would be a large international library. Think of like the Library of Alexandria. So I say if we're all in it together, let's go to this Candlekeep versus a tavern. Well, yeah. I, know, I know you're in it. What are you seeking Matrius for? Um... Well, you know, I need his help, to be honest with you. Um, my my clan, um, they're just not doing so hot. So I need, I just need his help. Okay. Well, are you in with us? Let's go to Candlekeep. Uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm in. All right. So we're thinking the tavern. Should we start there? Or the Candlekeep? Where the book came from. Well, while we're here, yeah. while we're here, we can check the tavern to see if yeah, anyone knows anything else. Yeah, maybe we can. Maybe keeps, we can hear anything. Maybe the next one. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, it's getting pretty late. Maybe we head out the next morning. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good idea. Okay. So I'm so, I'm sorry. What were your names again? Gimble. Gimble and Bryn. Bryn, and he uh, reaches hand out, shakes both your hands. Yes. And you are Elliot. Thank you. Are you guys taking the book? Yes. Okay. We're taking the book. As you take the are book, are you carrying Gimble? the book? I will carry the book. <laughs> Is the book bigger than you? Because well, in my mind, the book's bigger than you. Well, here's my question. 246 pages minimum. 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 Yeah. <laughs> How big is our book? Probably 500 pages because I'm just picturing it right in the middle. I mean, okay. <laughs> the page that I referenced. Dimensions. Are we talking like a three foot? Eight, eight by 11. I'm, <laughs> Super taking thick. It, I'm taking it with me. Okay. You're going to put it in your satchel? Yep. All right. So as you go to close the book and you start bringing it like to put in your satchel. Elliot wants to leave a note. You want to leave a note? I'm just going to leave a real quick note. Okay. What's I, the note you're leaving? I just want to say, we'll bring it back. <laughs> we'll bring it back. Okay. <laughs> Love E. Yeah. L-E. Yeah. E-L. Big E, little G. <laughs> Big E, little G. What's that from? Big Elliot, little gimbal. Oh. <laughs> Yes. I thought this was a three. <laughs> a what? A what? <laughs> I, I stopped Cut. it right Edit. then. Edit. <laughs> right when I said three, I was like, trio. Yeah, trio. Yeah, trio. I thought this was a trio, not a, a duo. A triumvirate. A triumvirate. So as you go to put the book in your satchel, you close the covers together, and then you notice that on the binding itself, there is a word written on the binding, and it says Spectre. 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 So you know how, like, if you close a book tightly, you can then write on the edge of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So, like when you close a book, oh. you can see that writing. Okay. That's what you see as you start putting it into your packet. Can I roll pouch. a history to see if anything? Do, do we notice this or just him? Oh um, yeah. He just notices it first. I would like to share it with everyone. Okay. We're in okay. this together. I need to share all any. Yeah. You're just gonna share. You're a sharer. <laughs> Gimble, are, I feel like you're a sharer. <laughs> how are you sharing it verbally? Okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell everyone. Hey, I noticed this book says Spectre on the the pages. You know, That's, anyone does that draw any uh, anyone? Can you know? I roll yeah. history? Can we all roll history? You can, but as soon as he says the word Spectre, a oh. light starts to shine from within the book. Oh, and then the book kind of like starts pushing against your hands a little bit. Okay, are you gonna keep holding it or? No, I'm gonna let it go. I'm not very strong, so I okay. Don't so you're, you're like it. trying to hold it at first, He's and then it just G. like <laughs> launches out of your hand and lands in the yes. middle of his study, and it just starts flipping through the pages, and it ends up on whatever page I said, 246, I think it was. 
And then the light starts to shine, 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 shine. And then all of a sudden, right above the book, like it's coming out of the book, is a double, like a double French door. So it has like a little door casing and then two doors opening up. Little G. Get Elliot it. says out loud. It's a good thing I decided to take this book with us. I suppose. What do, uh, what do we guys, do now? I say we go in. We need to. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm out of options. Yeah. Agreed. Let's go. Who's going first? I'll, I've, I will stealthily move into the these doors that have opened up for us. Yeah. We'll, stealthily we'll, go into the door. Stealth. Okay. We'll lead with the short one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elliot's going to pull, Elliot will take up the rear and he's going to pull his axe and just ready action. Okay. So, Bryn yes, will have I her s- longbow ready. I suppose I should have my daggers ready. I picture like I do, like Elliot does this and you both go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, a good yeah. idea. And, like, <laughs> Elliot's like, all of a sudden is like, oh. They're new. Like this thing just kind of, and he's like, okay, okay. FYI, I'm really bad with directions, so please don't lose me. That's why you're in the middle. That's why I'm leaving. Ellie's bringing up the rear. Arrow drawn, like ready to go. Over the short person. This is working real. Guys, I think we just found our, like, this is how we enter every room. A short person. A short stealthy person with two. Big figures behind there. Arrow drawn just above his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So as you open the doors stealthily, you see a big meadow, (laughs) like a big open meadow, like lush green grass, nice, beautiful blue sky. And then you see a elderly wizard kind of doing like the Jack Sparrow run (laughs) (laughs) across like the line of vision. We turn around, go get rum, and come back. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> we found the rum. We found the rum. And then trailing right behind him, you see a flying figure, which let me try to zoom in a little. <gasps> we have a dragon. It looks kind of like a dragon, but oh. like a very mini dragon. Mm, um, I'm good with but mini it's dragons. like a lizard scaly thing that's flying. Okay. And then you see him, Jack Sparrow, running. And then you realize he's panting really hard. And then you notice that one of his sleeves is a dark red kind of color, whereas the rest of his robes are kind of a creamish color. Um, I say we try to get his attention. Oh. Oh. I think one of us needs to heal or try to heal Brent, while the other. Uh, Elliot's going to go uh, shoot an arrow at yeah. that thing. At the... I can, I'll shoot an arrow. Just do it now. Yeah, go. I'll shoot an arrow. <laughs> she urgently rolled the dice, but I love <laughs> Okay, so I got 12 plus my dexterity, which is three, and which is two. So 12, three, and two. 17. So you are shooting an arrow, and it just flies at this imp, and it looks like it's going to hit them, but then it kind of dives down to re-attack this wizard, and you didn't account for that like last second like dive because you're trying to hit this moving target. So it scales just over it. But it does get the attention of the wizard. He's like, help me, help hey, me. Hey, 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 run this way. Yeah, come on. And he's going to yell at the wizard. He tries to turn to run towards you, and you realize that he's, like, really tired. Okay. And so, like, he tries to turn, and then he just trips over his feet and falls. Okay. Um, Elliot's going to run towards him. Let's go ahead and roll initiative so we get That's some order tracking here. All right, so initiative again. We're going to roll our D20s. 
and we're going to add um, dexterity. So I have a seven. I add one. So I have eight. What are we keeping for the, uh, uh, the newbies? Oh, sorry. This is a, um, just, I'm going to track the initiative order. Okay. So I'm just going to write down like That's I right. Eight. I recall that from yesterday. Yep. What'd you guys roll? Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. 10. 19. Did you add? No. What am I adding? You, I, I believe your dexterity. 13. 21. Um, My flying creature got a 12. What is it, an imp? Um, I mean, that's kind of what it is right now, but I'm playing it a little bit different. So okay. flying creature. Um, <laughs> Bryn. I spelled that wrong. And it's cool. We little, just met. Lil J. Little J. Little J. And big E. Actually, I'm just going to just do a lowercase G. I still think it's sad that we're not calling you Stumble Duck. We don't know it yet. You don't know yeah, it. You don't know it yet. You oh. can't call him that. That's true. I, I don't you don't know just come well out like, hi, I'm Gimbal Stumble yeah. Duck. I mean, you clearly know me. I walked in here like, oh, hey, Elliot. <laughs> so, like, that's, um, like, Elliot didn't forget that. He's, like, side-eyeing you the whole time. Like, who is this little G? All right. So I would say that this scene that's going on is about, let's say, about 45 feet away. All right. So I ran towards it. So I'm still 15 feet out. Yep. And I think we're at the top of the order now, which would be little G. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to run towards it as well. Okay. What's your movement speed? Uh, 25. So you can get about halfway there. Okay. Um, I'm not within range of my short bow, am I? Yeah, you are. You are. Am I? Absolutely. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, your short bow is like 60, Then I'm going to go ahead and 60. try and take a range uh, shot at the short bow. Okay. Sounds good. It is diving down at the wizard, but it's still up in the sky, so you feel like you have a nice clean shot. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, I rolled a three plus my dexterity of two, proficiency of two. So I got a seven. Yeah. You... Uh, aren't quite proficient with your short bow yet. So like you are going to like string your bow, but you just actually like just throw the arrow before you like <laughs> snap it into the string. Well, hopefully I can find it later. Yeah. yeah you probably sure bend down and pick it up. I feel like it went off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you like, you going to get that? <laughs> uh, okay, Bryn. Well, Bryn starts laughing at Gimbal and runs back to shoot again on her long bow. Okay. Which is eight plus five. So math. Thirteen. Thirteen. Mm -hmm. This one you're a little bit wider. You're probably nervous about maybe hitting the wizard. So you're like aiming a little bit high, thinking like, all right, I wanna make sure if I if I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss high. Cause you just don't have the confidence of a seasoned veteran yet to like, I know I'm gonna hit my target. So you're just a little bit off. Oh, the imp. The flying creature is going to continue its dive bomb because so far it doesn't even really register you guys are here. So it's just going to continue to attack the wizard that is on the ground. And it totally just nails him in the other shoulder with its stinger. So you see it kind of like flap, flap, flap. And then like a bee last minute just sticks his butt right into the guy's shoulder. And he goes, ah! And then wizard's still alive, but he's not looking as good. Um. Okay. It's uh, Elliot's turn. Elliot's going to run up towards um, the wizard and just try to get between him and the flying thing. How far away is the fly is the imp from the ground? Uh, the imp's on the ground now because it just decked the wizard. You're 45 feet away because you're at the doorway still, right? No. I oh, was you had 15, ran 15, yeah. I was 15 yeah. feet. So I made it there. So okay. I'm now in melee with them. Yep. And he's on the ground? Yeah, he's on the ground and the imp has his stinger in the wizard's shoulder still. Okay, I'm going to um, attack him with my... So the long uh, wooden thing that you saw 
kind of sticking out from the back. Elliot's going to pull it out, and it's this gigantic lumberjack axe. Um, but you kind of notice that the like handle is very detail-carved. Um, so he is going to give a good two-handed swing um, at this imp. Okay. Um, nine to hit. Same thing. Like You're used to chopping wood. That's pretty stationary. So when you have this moving target, the wizard's flailing around yeah. and trying to get it out of the way. You just... You feel like you're going to hit it, but then the wizard like rolls in agony and you're just whoosh, right over the top. Okay. Um, Gimbal, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to move another 25 feet closer. That should be in melee as yep. well. Yep, you can be in melee as well. I'm going to pull out my rapier. All right. And see what kind of damage. Drop your bow, pull out your rapier. I'm going to roll again because I honestly moved it as I was trying to find it. You're I fine. <laughs> Nat 20. Woohoo! Awesome. All right, so you're able to basically subdue this wizard with one one hand you're like stop moving around <laughs> and then you're with your rapier just stab into this uh flying creature okay so now you got a nat 20 so the way we do natural 20s for damage in my table is you get your maximum damage so what's the maximum roll you could have gotten um i'd have been using an eight dice so, so we're gonna do eight, eight and then you get to add a normal damage on top of that just roll my yep, eight dice. like you normally would okay Eight. Ooh, plus All right, two. So plus your so dexterity. Takes me to 18 total. Yep. So 18 total. You technically would get sneak attack on this one also. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you get to roll it again, don't you? You get to roll a D6. A D6. A Yahtzee dice. Hey. It was worthless. I got a one. One. Hey, so one. 19 hey. damage. And the reason you got to <laughs> roll a sneak attack on this one just to help you is you had another ally in melee combat okay. with that creature. So they were kind of distracting the creature, which is why you're able to like really take the time to get a good hit in there. Okay. Do we have a sneak attack card? There's not one for that yet. I should make one though. We should. You should make one, or we should just. That would be kind of cool to have the card. Yeah. You know, if you had spells or whatever. You we, have spell we have cards, spell cards. See, these are the spell cards. Okay. They don't have ones for the martial all the martial abilities yet. Do they even like? I make think those like probably. In, I'm in sure. In the marketplace, they do. could you find them? Okay. So that'll just remind you that you have that feat. Okay. So you put the wizard, you kind of hold him on with one arm so he holds still, and then you just stab right through this imp, and okay. maybe it make like a shish kebab flying nice. creature. So it finally perishes. It doesn't have many hit points, but it's super hard to hit, <laughs> is how that monster works. Okay. So you gently pull it out so the stinger comes out of the wizard. But as you do that, you notice that there is kind of a liquid that's not quite blood. Think of like a silkworm consistency that came out of the tail of the stinger. And then as you look down at the wizard, you see that his face is kind of palish and he's breathing really shallowy and he's not really responsive. Can we collect the venom? That's one thing. Yeah. What do you have to collect it with? I've got a glass file amongst all my tinkering toys. Perfect. You are a tinkerer. That would make sense. Yeah. So <laughs> I would take his uh, glass vial that he has in his tinkering toys. <laughs> okay. So you do. can add on your character sheet or if you want a piece of paper, piece of paper would probably work. I just did on the back of that story I gave you. Add on there one vial of poison and whoever has it in their pack. Which or you can write it on the back of your sheet. That might work out better. Like, so this is your, this is your inventory so something we didn't go over yesterday, okay, um, which we can go over. So generally, as adventurers, we'd all have like a sleeping roll, kindling, rope, grappling hooks, like just your basic adventurers pack, which is in the book. We can kind of like read through that, like torches, 
I mean, we generally play that we assume we have rations like food. Um, but if there's anything like extra, Mike usually gave us what, like nine slots. Yeah, I used to. And then I just realized I didn't really we didn't want track to try it. to track it. Yeah. So if there's anything like specific you would want, like you're a tinker. So maybe you have a couple of things like I feel like Elliot probably would have some like wood carving tools because he's a lumberjack. Yeah. So any of those things um, we can like think about that for the next time we play. Okay. Perfect. The reason I'm having to write it down is because I'm adding something that wouldn't just be intuitively on your character because of their background or anything like that, such as yes. you wouldn't expect the ranger to have a vial of poison yes. on them. So we're going to have to write it down so we remember that it's there. Okay. okay. Um. So Elliot is going to walk up to this wizard and do a medicine check. Sure. Go ahead. And see if he can like help him at all. So we're going to roll a d20. I got a 16. My medicine is my wisdom was a plus two, so I got 18. As you're checking him over, you start realizing that his hands are very, like, clammy, and his pulse is a little bit erratic, and he's shallow breathing, and you kind of get the sense that he's been poisoned with some sort of venom, and he's kind of in, like, a shock sort of state. Okay. Um, Can I talk to him? He's not responsive. Should we try and take him back through the portal and find a apothecary to- Can Bryn jump in and try to suck the venom out? Sure, you can go ahead. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Go so ahead and I guess roll a medicine check as well. Hashtag nurse life. <laughs> oh, it's not going to work. Okay, four. All right. Plus yep. two, six. Yep, so you try to just taste metallic blood taste. And as you're looking at it, even with the four roll, you remember that he had blood on his other arm as well. And you get the sense that he's been stung multiple times. One last thing, um, I want to um, loot him. Yes. Just not, no, 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 no. Check his pockets. Check his pockets. I want to check his pockets if he's a health potion or he's a wizard. I want to see if he has like something on him, like a health potion or something like that, that will help. Like I can help him help himself. Get it, Becky. Gimbal's all like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's see what he's got. Wait, wait, what? what? Yeah. I'm not taking his pocket watch. I just want to see if he has, you know, like a health potion or something. Um, he does not. Okay. He has a pocket watch, though. Okay. Well, it's gonna stay on him. <laughs> is there? Um, uh, if I, I'm gonna flip the pocket watch. Is there engraving? Yeah, it'd be from some person that you don't know. Okay. Just does it say Matrius? Yeah, it says to Matrius. Okay, so this is Matrius. Oh, okay. Clordana. So she looks at Gimbal and she looks at Bren and and he just picks him up, throws yes. him over his shoulder. So as you pick up Matrius and turn to walk back towards the door. You turn around and you see a door frame, but no door. It's just a door frame in the middle of a grassy field. But beyond that, as you turned around and looked the other direction, you see a very large mansion that's about 150 feet wide, two stories tall, out in the distance. We need to go there. Yeah, it's our only option. So we're right. I'm, at this point, he's running. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're running the distance. This is probably like 200 feet. doesn't take you too long to get there. And you get there and there's a big double door opening, you know, like grand entrance type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself inside of the mansion in the entry doorway. We and were able to walk right in. We were able to walk right in. There was no door or there was a door, but there wasn't locked or anything like that. And it's just a gigantic hallway right in front of you. There's a kind of steps leading upstairs. Um, and then as you look down the hallway, you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different doors, two on the oh ends. Oh my gosh. Well, first I want to shout, hello, help. Yeah. Is anyone here? Hey, hello. Um, Matrix is injured. Can I point out that I probably would have grabbed my arrows on the run back? 
Yeah, so I sure. have my 20 arrows back. I forgot about that. I landed at my foot. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> you painted up right after you shot it. Both the years missed Sorry. and it was a grassy field. So you yeah. were able to retrieve him without them breaking or anything. Okay, and then, yes, I'd be screaming as well. <laughs> you don't hear anything from the entrance as you're screaming. Are you going to just stay at the entrance and screaming and kind of run around? Or? I think we need to like be checking doors. Open every, open every yeah. door until we find something. Okay, so you start running around and you're opening doors and you're seeing all sorts of stuff like um, like a library. It looks like a place for like a study, a dining room table. But then as you get closer to one of the doors, you start hearing kind of like clinking and clanking coming from it. Okay. And you get a sense that there's somebody in that room. What I, I'm holding him. When I hit the dining room, I put him on the table. I suggest, yes. Okay. So you find the dining room first, which is this one at the end of the hall. And you're going to go ahead and put the, I want to say corpse, but he's not dead yet. The body, the wizard. You put the body of the wizard on there. Can we put some... Please help me with the term. Um, straps on to if you got yeah, we can tur- yeah tourniquet. Um, yeah, we yeah we use his own we we use his tattered robe robe so. and we um, try to stop the bleeding. So you kind of strip down his robe a little bit so you can tie off like yeah. up at the shoulder so it doesn't keep yeah. bleeding all over the place. While we investigate further, and it looks like he's doing pretty good. And I'm going to read the entrance as you walked into that library. You didn't notice this at first because you were just so rushed to get him on the table. But then as you start to take a stock of your surroundings, the large windows form the entry of one wall looking out on three planted beds filled with vegetation. So outside the window, you see like a what are the, a greenhouse. Okay. And they have three vegetable beds out there. Yeah. Okay. Within this room, a crystal chandelier hangs above the table made of a dark wood. So that's like a, the wood is really nice, fancy wood. They can make mahogany. Yeah. And there's this crystal lamp up there. Six matching wooden chairs with scarlet cushions surround the table with the seventh chair sitting alone in the far corner. So that's what we see in the room? That's what you see in the room. Okay. Where's the room with the tinkering? Uh, that would be the next room over. I think we go check that room out. I'm going to well, stay. Can, Brent, can we look and see or investigate to see or um, maybe insight on if the plants have any healing? Sure. You can do a um, survival check. Do you want to go do that? Survival check. You're, yeah, okay. I can do that. I'm going to stay with him. I'll go check that tinkering. So splitting the party up. Love it. Love it. Let's do the um, roll of dice. Even okay. or odd? Even. All right. So even you're going first and you are going into the greenhouse. The end of the building is a greenhouse with open arched walls. Flowering shrubs and small trees grow between the paved paths that meet into a semicircle patio. There's no sun in here, but two glowing orbs hanging above the plants, bathing them in light. There are colorful blossoms everywhere, filling the air with their perfume. You get the sense like there's windows here, but they also are supplementing that light just because there's so much vegetation and growth in here. And you got a survival check. Is that what it was? Yes. Thirteen. You see a lot of plants and it's taking you a very long time to like sort through all of them just because there's exotic mixtures with like you're kind of used to seeing in the woods and it's kind of difficult to make out like, is this what I need? Is this what I need? What is that? Now I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Five. All right. Roll a D6. You stayed with the... Uh, pers- yeah, I'm, in, I'm with Matrix. Okay. So you see your compatriot kind of looking around poking through all various things. And uh-huh. then all of a sudden you see like this poof of uh, like a pink mist mm. kind of go over their head. And what did you roll? A four. For the next immediate future. So you're going to be talking with an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I really <laughs> hope this is from our like favorite. Are you trying to make sure you have no Irish listeners ever? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and apologize in advance to any party we ever offend. We are the least offensive group. <laughs> I'm trying to channel in my inner Ireland. Your inner brave. Inner, inner brave. Uh, give me like, give me like a phrase. I lost. I lost. That's all I got. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to drop the G's and the R's and the... And that's all you need to do. Well, shoot, maybe Elliot should have been the one <laughs> to to roll that right. To, to roll that. Oh, uh, you're yeah. doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing <clears throat> it. Just do it like a little. Uh, Elliot, do you think I sound a little different? And then, as you're talking to yourself, looking through oh. and trying to find these herbs, you hear a lot of like <laughs> just kind of laughing coming from inside the greenhouse. And now we're going to cut scenes over to Gimbal. You enter into what is the kitchen, okay? and you see two kind of creatures. You're not quite sure what they are. They kind of look like chickens, but with like a human head, like but big feet. And you're like, I'm very confused at what this is. Are they aggressive towards me? Or are they well, just kind of- They see you enter, and at first they're like chopping up food. And that's like the clanking you hear them as they're like mixing, mixing things up. And then there's an island in this kitchen, and they fly over- the best that they can fly, <laughs> and they land, and they're like, oh, a guest, hello, I'm so excited to see you. Are they taller than him? Uh, they are about the same size as Gimbal. Mm. Good luck, lass. Okay, well, first I'm going to ask them if they know where Matris is, and I know the answer, but I want to see what they have to say. Uh, Matris, is he that, I think, yeah, that was that wizard that was here earlier, right? Yes. He said he was He said he was going to go home, and he left like an hour ago with a little, like, um, like a little statuette of a like a creature that the masters had provided. Where are your masters now? Oh, I haven't seen them in ages. We're just here with the cats. How can I get in touch with these masters? I don't know. They just kind of show up when they want to, but it's been like 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 a long time. Okay. Like, where do you have any uh, healing potions that I can help to give my companion? I'm not sure. We're just supposed to stay in the kitchen in the dining room. Where's the dining room? Oh, we've been to the dining room. Well, you, you just came through that yes, door. Yes. So I, I think you, that's where you were. Yes. And where are my matters? I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Kuman, and I'm... Uh, Your buddy Turmeric. Coriander. <laughs> Coriander. Coriander. Coriander, thank you. <laughs> oh, lassies. Colin, Colander. Colander. That's what I was thinking about. That's, Colander? The, that's the thing you Col- pour things through, yeah, right? Is that yeah. Is a, yeah. Colander I mean, and Kuman. Colander. Colander and Kuman. Oh, there's... Is there anyone else in this building that you know of, Colander and Gooman? I'm Gimbal, by the way. Oh, nice to meet you, Gimbal. Um, I see that your boots are a little bit dusty. Do you need us to like um, shine those up for you? No, no. I need something. Uh, you need something to eat? I think we're just making something. I mean, we normally just eat. I need some healing cats, potions so. to help my friend, my companion. Some, I don't really have any healing potions. Okay. Do you know, I don't know how anyone make... else in this building? Um, well, there was the wizard, but he said he left. Okay. Um, I'm, I can I do a perception check really to bad. see if there's anything else in the room besides these two? Sure. The large iron stoves take up one wall. The rest of the room is filled with large tables, racks lined with hanging pots, pans, and kitchen utensils. Everything else is sparkling clean. Are there doors to any other rooms other than back to the main hallway? You see a door on the back wall, the door you just came in through, which is like the butler door to the kitchen, okay. like the butler door to the dining room. And then you see a door to the main hallway. I'm going to check that. Go. Th- I'm going to s- stealthily. Go stealthily. That door in the back wall. 
you can try to roll the stealth, but they have seen you and there's no one else in this room and they just like are watching you. But who's in the other room? <laughs> oh, yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to the back wall? Yes. Okay. So they watch you as you like crouch down and get into this nice low stance and you're like, do, 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 do. All of 18 <laughs> inches tall now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you have to, you have to reach up to get to the doorknob and you open the door and it's a pantry. <laughs> inside the pantry there's lots of dried foods kind of like it was prepared to you know be able to survive on this household for like a year without having to leave I'm sorry <laughs> this is a break because this is going to be fun. okay that's like you in the pantry in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> all stealthy trying to be quiet trying to steal snacks I don't know what you're talking about um, okay I'm, I'm if there's Nothing available here. I'm going to have to continue on down the main hallway. And try As to... you're looking into the pantry, you feel something sharp kind of stab you in the back of the, the leg. Well, I'm going to react and pull out my daggers and try and defend myself. Okay. So you kind of jump into the pantry and do like a 180 pivot. Yes. Yes. In a typical rogue fashion you hear. And there's like a cat that was like trying to like get your attention. So it was kind of like scratching on your back. Like the back of your leg. Well, I'm going to talk to... Clearly, the cat wants my attention for some reason. So what's what's going on, Whiskers? Meow. It goes where, up to try to like rub up against you. Where are you taking you. me? Yeah. What, what, uh, it, it rolls on its side and it's like... Wants its belly rubbed? Yeah. All right, I'll rub the belly for... I got a Perfect. two seconds because I love my animals. Yep, yep. So you just <laughs> rub the belly of the cat. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Let's this go. This is a great image. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> lead. <clears throat> oh, kitty. Um... <laughs> And let's go back to uh, Elliot. You meanwhile are, in the dining room. Meanwhile like, in the dining room. What is that? What? She just he's like here's like see this pink puff, and then his like new friend just speaking to herself, and then here's all this like clanking and meowing from the dining room, and feels like nothing is getting accomplished. All right. So what's happening for you? Aren't you glad you fixed this time frame? Yes. So during this time is matrius is breathing he's just unconscious yep his breathing is shallow but his heart rate's kind of erratic okay um he's kind of sweating a little bit but not like profusely but more like you get when you like have a fever yeah like you get like clammy and yeah. sweaty but it's not like dripping off of you okay he's gonna leave him i think um and like go explore i guess like he's on the hunt for like an like I don't want to say apothecary, but like a potions room or some sort of like a medical room, like something that would like have a first aid kit. Like there's got to be something in this mansion that would have that. So he's going to go the opposite direction of the kitchen down the main hall. All right. So you're going to leave to go back down the main hall? No. Yes. But he's going to run into the kitchen. Are you running through the kitchen? I'm going to go, I'm going to pop my head in the kitchen and be like. As soon as you pop your head in the kitchen. Oh, there's another guest. This is so exciting. Um, do you need your glasses <laughs> clean? They look a little dirty. Uh, How about uh, an omelet? No. Uh, oh, <clears throat> I could go for a second. Uh, Gimbal, are you in here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just petting this cat here. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's. Uh, Have you met what, Coomin and Collander? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I, I I found nothing in this room. Let's okay, move on. Let's go. I think we need to head. But but we need to serve you. Yeah, we're gonna be back. Why we don't you make us have our guests be yeah. hungry? We'll be back. Start making an omelet. Ooh, an omelet. What do you want in your omelet? And Everything. I just walk out. Everything. Like, okay. I'm, at this point, I just like walk out. Okay. You walk out the doors to the main hallway. Yeah, and I'm gonna go past the front door to the other side. 
Okay. I'm following. Um, I'm, I'm going to look at him, but I'll take this one. You take the next. Perfect. And I'm popping in the first door. The first door. Okay. As you're walking towards the first door, you notice that there is a little like cutout on the bottom of it. And the cutout's got like two little ears. Okay. Um, it's a cat. It's a cat door. Okay. Um, and as soon as you open the door, you hear a meow as there's another cat in this room. Okay. And as you open this door, the entire far wall of this room is a floor to ceiling bookshelf. Even more books are resting on several large scarlet armchairs and a small wooden table. And there are several paintings on the walls. A fluffy black cat is curled up in one of the chairs. So I'm in like a library? Yeah, you're kind of in a library. Uh, All right. I don't have time to... Okay, so Elliot knows that he doesn't really have the skills to do any sort of magic, like read any types of spells. So he's like, he's specifically looking for a potion or something like tangible he could just dump down this guy's throat. So he's going to probably frog hop and go into the door on the other side of Gimbal. Before we get to Gimbal, we are going to jump back to our uh, woodland elf that is wandering around in a greenhouse talking to herself. All right, lassies, I hear you giggling. Where you at? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a perception check. Got a nine. Big box. Thirteen. So as you're doing that, you hear a laughing, and it's on your shoulder. And you look over, and what you see is a little, it's called a fairy dragon. And it's like a little dragon, but it's like the size of a fairy. And it kind of laughs, ee-hee. and then you see it inhale, and it breathes out a smoke, like a pink smoke in front of you. I'm going to give you a constitution saving throw with advantage to see if you're smart enough to hold your breath. Nope. Well, that's a two, <laughs> so with advantage, you get to roll the d20 twice, and you take whichever oh, number's higher. Sweet. 17. All right, so you're smart enough to hold your breath this time, and you uh, see the dragon kind of get disappointed, and it flies off. But as it's flying away, it disappears. But then you see like a branch kind of like bounce in the wind a little bit. So you get the sense that it's still in the room. It's just cast invisibility on itself. Um, all right, Lassie, I know you're still in here. Let me look around and see what else I can find. What are you, what are you looking for? Is there, I don't know, is there like a door or something in the greenhouse? The only door that you see is the door that you came through. Okay. Well, I, uh, I really want to capture it, but I don't <laughs> think that is the right path. <laughs> Wouldn't you want a dragon fairy? Absolutely. All right, Lassie. Good luck. I'm leaving, getting figure out how to save this wizard. Go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw as you turn to leave the room. 16. As you turn around, you notice that there is now a vine that has been placed right behind you that was meant to trip you as you went to try to run away. But you're smart enough that you just kind of like step over it and you're like, oh, okay, yep, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you don't think anything of it as you exit the room. Sayonara, Lassies. <laughs> As this you, should be our Asian inspired <laughs> Irish accent. You it's ex- all Islanders. It's, it's all okay. <laughs> Japan, Ireland. As you exit the greenhouse, the effects wear off of you and you no longer need to speak in an Irish accent. Whew. And at the end of the hall, you see Elliot coming out of a room and running down the hall. And you see Gimbal opening another door. And we're going to jump to Gimbal. All right, I'm going to open up that door and... This room contains a battered wooden mannequin and weapon rack holding staffs and daggers, all lit by a bunch of like oil lamps around. The floor is stained and scorched, and at the far end of the room, a broom hovers on the floor, sweeping itself. Do I find any magic, any potions again that we can 
find in this room to... Nope. All you see in this room is a wood mannequin and then a bunch of weapons like mounted on the wall. Not like they're attached to the wall, but they have like hooks that are like hanging the swords or the daggers. Okay. So it's like an armory kind of? It's kind of like an armory. So can we steal... Can you steal armory? You can steal weapons in an armory. It's hard to steal an armory. I mean... <laughs> the <full> armory. <laughs> the ar- yeah. Can we we'll, steal everything? <laughs> we'll come back to that before we leave. Uh, I feel like we're going to oh. have to have a conversation <laughs> about where we fall on the good versus evil spectrum. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there any way to communicate to this broom? Can I tap on it or try and grab a hold of it and see if it responds? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. So you walk up to the broom, yeah. you tap on it, and nothing really happens. Grab so a hold you, of it. Yep, so then you grab a hold of it, and it's going to hit you. And you can go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you going to fight the broom? <laughs> uh, that'll be 12 plus my two dexterity, 14. All right, Sam, do you mind writing this down? Yeah. The broom got uh, nine. So Gimbal goes first. It hit you in the face, but it didn't hit you hard enough for it to like do any damage, but it was, you know, not happy. Okay. The strangest <laughs> initiative I've ever written down. <laughs> first of all, two. Like, I don't know why I had to write down that. One goes, then the next goes, then the next goes. And one of them is a broom. I'm going to pull up my daggers and try and slice at this guy. All right. He's going to... Slice the broom? <laughs> He's aiming for that vital spot. The um, handle? <laughs> go ahead and roll your attack. First of all, is the broom taller than you? Because in my mind, it's taller than you. It is. Everyone's mind is. Maybe there's magic in the bristles. Um, oh. Uh, so I got uh, seven. <laughs> like an onward reference. Magic yes. in every fiber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nine is my total. All right. Yeah. You try to slash the broom, but it is too dexterously fast. It just... <laughs> Dives out of the way. No, uh, you try to hit the broom, but you're just not strong enough to really like actually do any damage to it. Like you make contact, but it's just not strong enough. Okay. Uh, the broom, in response, kind of does like this little weird flippy thing, and it just uh, smacks you with its uh, broom attack. Uh, does it? Eight, <laughs> does it? Does an eighteen hit you? Eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing just like a club. Just a bam. <laughs> so where? I've never been attacked. Where do I find this on my team? By a broom. <laughs> By a broom. Okay, uh, yeah, so it's up class. here. Gimbal, the broom is armor beating class, you. Armor class would be 11 plus dexterity, <laughs> so I got a 13. Write 13 there. Okay. Write it up. Yeah, put an actual 13 above there. And it does uh, six damage as it hits you really hard across the top of the head. So that's, you got to put six tally marks on your page. Okay. Hmm. And then as you're kind of dazed as it hits you on the head, it is going to try to Sweep the leg. <laughs> uh, it got a 19, so you can roll a dexterity saving throw to oh see if gosh. you beat that. This broom is going to take you out. <laughs> I'm going to walk by and you're going to be unconscious on the floor from a broom. <laughs> we have no healing spells. Nat 20. All right. Oh, so you are thank su- God. You are successful in jumping over the leg sweep. Um, <laughs> but then that sweeping action got the broom distracted, so then it just goes back to sweeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving this room. <laughs> I want nothing more to do with it. Sounds good. <laughs> I picture like him and I coming out of the room at the exact same time, and he's all like flustered, and I'm like, 
<laughs> what? What? Did, did you find anything? Just pull. No, Ace Ventura. Do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? We ha- we gotta find something to cure this guy. There's nothing in there. Next room. Nothing. Nothing, <gasps> nothing to see in that room. <laughs> Um, just, I, we're I tripped, moving on. I tripped over something. Yeah. Knocked myself out a little bit. <laughs> Elliot, you are going into that final room on this floor. Okay. Well, I guess there's another room, but it's a. Uh, you could see that it's a closet broom closet. There's a room closet, <laughs> and there's lots of rooms. Lots. No. So as you open this door, you see tall shelves filled with books line the walls of this room. Two more shelves run through the middle of the room, with ten foot aisle between the two of them. Several stacked books are piled high throughout the room. There's also a small reading desk and a cozy scarlet chair in the corner. So you get the sense that this is the library. This is the library. All right. Um, and there's no other doors. As you're looking into the library, are you stepping into the library? Yeah. Okay. As you step into the library, you see on the outside wall that there's like a glass slider okay. that is going out to a balcony. Uh, I'm going to go out to the balcony. As you're going out to the balcony, you can go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. You are going to take seven bludgeoning damage as a pile of books lands on top of you. And you are now pinned under a pile of books. Okay. Help. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, uh, Bryn. Bryn. Gimble. Bryn. All right. Go ahead and roll initiative at this point just so we get an order tracker here of who's going when. All right. I got a five. 18. Two. 14. So I'm going? Uh, yeah. Yep. So you hear a da 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 as some books fall over, and then you hear friend <laughs> from Elliot. So I go running to Elliot, and I'm like, Elliot, are you okay? What's going on? I, I, no. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm not okay. Um, I'm actually in a lot of pain right now. Can you Can you get me out from under these books? Of course, I'll help you get all the books. And as you're working towards the books, now all of a sudden the books have kind of started to animate. So originally they fell over. And then as you're walking, you see one of the books kind of come up and then just try to re-slam down onto Elliot. And it is going to make an attack. Uh, I feel like this is the broom situation. <laughs> I don't even oh, want to go in this room. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, A nine? Misses. All right. So it tries to hit at you, but you are smart enough to get like your arm up so you block the book and okay. it kind of deflects off to the side. But then you start to feel all the books around you start to like rumble yeah. like they're going to do something. Okay. Kind of like they're animated. Okay. Is that Bren's turn? That was the GM's turn. Oh, so it's my turn? Yep. Elliot's turn. Uh, I'm going to say Spectris. Spectre. Spectre. Does that do anything? It does not. Okay. Uh, but can I like I, to try. Can I just like try to... Just get out from underneath the books. We can make a strength check as these are trying to push down on you. I rolled a three, five. There's not enough to okay. get out of these books. They're just too heavy. You've got, like, kind of got your legs pinned, so you're trying to like pull yourself up, but you just can't reach it because these other books are pushing you back down. Um, can Bryn okay. uh, is this a No, it's an action. Okay. Can Bryn okay. go in and try to pull Elliot out from underneath? It's yep. not your turn when it's, yet. When it's on your turn, oh. yep. Right yeah. now you're in the room, um, but I didn't let you get all the way to here because you had to run all the way down the hallway, if that makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's Gimbal's turn. Gimbal is still in the hallway at this point. Just got done with his uh, yes. tussle with the broom. I'm going to walk into the room. Um, 
I don't think I'm going to have the strength to pull a six foot two orc. Can half you, orc. Maybe you can just take some books off me. That's what I'm going to start doing. Yes, I can't pull you out completely. Yeah, that's fine. Peeling the books off. It's okay. really starting to hurt, guys. So go ahead. You're able to grab one of the books pretty easily, but then you actually feel it start to like bite you and trying to like break free of your grip. Okay. Try another book. Can I get that one off? Same thing. Every, I mean, you can try to pull them off, and you're actually holding the book, but then you feel it like trying to pull back in towards Elliot, towards the rest of the books. Is there any central book that they're all pulling towards? Uh, that's a good question. You can roll a intelligence check. Okay. 14. You can sense that there is one particular book. You can sense it, but you can't really like point it out just because it's kind of like a big chaos thing, but you and your mind kind of narrow in on, oh, this is the mark. This is the book that is the central book. Okay. Then on that's, I'm going to tell Bryn. Bryn, well, first I'm going to try to pull it, but I'm also going to verbally make it known that Bryn, this is the book. Let's get this off of Elliot right now. So you, you see him say that, and he's holding a book in his hand. So I'm going to so go he, after the book that he tells me to. All right. So you're entering in as well? Yes. We're all piling in the library. Oh. Look at the party being back together. So. <laughs> So what are you trying to do to this so book? I, you I, say I'm going to get the book, but what does that mean? <laughs> I'm going to get it and try to figure out what book it is. Like try to put it in my hands to see if I can get the, okay. rest of the books to stop. So as you pick up the book, you're going to get hit in the face with another book. Oh, um, it's right. not a turn, so I can't do damage, but I can explain what's happening. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue to try to go for the book. All right. Go ahead and make a strength check. 16. I got a three. So you definitely are able to pull the book free. <laughs> Perfect. Um, You're holding a book. I'm holding a book. I got the book. I got the book, Gimbal. I got Did the book. Do the rest book. of the books follow? Are they? Are all the other books still? On yeah. Top are of they Elliot? all? Yeah. Are they all? Are the rest of the books on top of Elliot still? Or are they coming uh, the after me? The rest of the books are now rising off of Elliot, and they're kind of turning and they're facing you now. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put the as book. You, as you look down at the book, it says martial warfare and teamwork. Uh oh. I'm gonna try to put the book back on the bookshelf. Does that stop the books from attacking? All the books go back onto the bookcase and then go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. 11. And then, right? You get to Four, add your... 14. No, go to the saving throw box. Nope, in the middle. So just add that to your roll. 16. So you put the book up on the bookcase and then all of a sudden all the books just fall off the bookcase again and you're successfully able to dive out of the way so you don't get hit by these books. Elliot's still on the ground though, so go ahead and roll a d6. You can half it because you are not the target. <laughs> you take one damage. <laughs> and all the books are now on the ground again, and you see they start moving towards you because you are their new target. Um, and that brings us to... Elliot's turn. Elliot! Elliot gets up and runs out of the room. All right, so you're just going to run out onto the patio? No. Um, That's the closest door, is what I meant. Or do you want to run out the door you came in? No, I want to run out the door I came in. So you're sidestepping and you just jump right over Gimbal, which is a pretty easy task. Yeah, and then step you, over uh, him. You leave out of that. Way leave. to leave me, Elliot. Well, let's go follow. There's nothing in this room that we need. And I'm not, I'm like limping, like dragging a foot out of this room. You're able to easily get out of the room. Okay. And I'm sitting up against a wall in the hallway. All right, we're at Gimbal. I'm also going to leave the room. <laughs> All right, you don't have to do anything because you're kind of, and it's easy for you to leave. Am I able to help heal Elliot? I have no powers to do anything like that. Nope. You can maybe try to do a medicine check to see if you can like wrap up a leg or a bandage or something like that. But okay. at this point, 
that's all you can really do, especially since it's kind of like the heat of the battle still. Okay. You're just kind of like maybe helping move them along faster. Okay. Uh, it is uh, Bryn's turn. Uh, Bryn's going to run out of the room as well and join Gimbal and Elliot. You are running out of the room, and then as the books start to follow you. Oh, I closed the door too. Okay, you close the door and then you just hear (laughs) (laughs) as uh, a bunch of books. It's more like like uh, picture the Harry Potter with the keys running into the door. It's kind of like that. That's what I visualized. I was like, wait, the door, the door, the door. (laughs) Where are we? I have no idea what just happened. Oh, guys, we, I don't, Gimple, why do you have a big bump on your head? Um, not only are the books under a spell, a broom was under a spell. What is this place? I don't know. What, but, I mean, is this even worth it? I'm going to be honest with you. Has anyone found anything at all? Nothing. All I know is in order to complete our missions, we need Maestress and he is on that table. All dying. right. I feel like. We have one more door left to check. Oh, I th- Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to die soon. Like, I'm not. I, I'm not in the best health either. Bryn, I'm not, can you please go in that door? Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't know if this is worth it. I don't have any healing anything, right? No, okay. none of us do. None of us do. Okay. All right. We have one more door left. On this level, you have one more door left. On this, this level. level. <laughs> I was wondering what that center thing was on the map. I was like, Those is that a staircase? Okay, y'all. I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> if there isn't a shelf full of potions. Just run. Don't go in. <laughs> Okay, so Bryn's going to investigate this last room. All right. And this was a glass patio door because there's just a nice balcony outside. Nice blue skies. Just grass as far as you can see. You know, just a nice little breeze pushing away. It's just a nice balcony. Okay. So Bryn turns around and says, all's good in the world. I made it through the first level. We should check upstairs. <laughs> yeah, we probably should go up the steps. We got we to gotta save Matros. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master. I really hope you're enjoying the story so far. If you are, make sure to give us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please make sure to check out our actual podcast as well, Carriage Rest Tales, where we have an ongoing story. You can also find us on carriagerestales.com or on social media. Follow us on social media on Instagram. It's going to be Carriage Rest Tales D&D or on Twitter at CRTales. And I'm also a big fan of our Discord channel, which is Carriage Rest Tales, um, where you can interact with us. I think the Twitter something else. I'm going to be honest with you. It's CR Tales. It's just CR Tales. CR Tales D&D. Yeah, CR Tales D&D. So at CR Tales D&D. All right, so you guys just successfully did nothing. Evaded, we did not succeed in anything. Evaded a, a stack of books and a broom. Um, yeah. And you've explored every room on the uh, first floor. I don't know if you we would you call it successfully. You found some cats. 
Maybe the cats are the key. There's something going on in the greenhouse. Oh, I didn't think about that. Well, yeah, and I there's also the... never thought about wearing my headphones like that. I mean, it kind of hangs on your ears. Oh, it's kind okay. of uncomfortable, but my hair's driving. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. And you yeah. met uh, two creatures. You're not quite sure what they are, but their names are Kumin and Colander. Speaking of, so I. I'm struggling. I'm sorry. Okay. So I know I like, I can hear the story, right? So, but I wasn't in the room. Correct. So do I know about the chickens? No, you have no, no clue. I haven't met the chickens yet. So, okay. okay. So in D and D that is kind of the hardest part is remembering you. It's called metagaming. So Katie, the person is hearing everything, but Bryn, the player does doesn't. not know about like Got any it. of the things, unless you are physically there, or if you're not there, somebody has to specifically share it with you. Okay. So sometimes that's the hardest part for new players is because they they be like, "Well, I would do this anyway," and I'm like, "No, the only no. reason you're doing that is because you know, is like, because you know." You so know, that's the hardest part. Okay. So yeah. maybe that that means this would be a perfect opportunity when we're at the end of the hallway. We've gone through all the rooms. We each give each other a quick rundown of right. what we found in yeah, each room. Yeah, we could do we could do a quick recap as we're walking up the steps, yeah. maybe. Yes, yeah. Well, honestly, so, okay. Where do we, are we allowed to start? Can I start? Yeah. Okay, so we're in the hallway, right? Okay, so I'm like, hey, Gimbal and, and Elliot, what? I passed a whole bunch of rooms running to help Elliot. What are in those rooms? Is there anything that we need to know? Absolutely nothing. Yes, there's a broom that will destroy you, and <laughs> there are two animals. I have no idea what they are, just fixing food in the kitchen. What kind of animals? I don't know. Their names are Colander and Coriander, Can and you... there's a cat in the pantry in the back. <laughs> Do they talk? Did you find out any information? Absolutely. Well, I found out that the masters are not here. They have not been here for a long time. I think. But that the um, our wizard, Matrius, left with a statue. I think so. The, I think the statue oh, the may statue. be cute. Yes. Okay. First of all, I think this is some weird kind of playhouse. Like, I f I feel like weird things happen here. Second of all, the statue. Should we go search the field for it? If because he didn't have it in his hands when he found it, but he had it in his hands when he left. Yeah. Let's. Okay. We need to do that, and then also I think we need to go back into that library on the first that office in the first floor and maybe look for a book maybe that's something that says spectrus on it okay or something like that do you think the creatures can answer any more questions you can try i do not think so i don't think <laughs> go so. for it <laughs> i think it's a waste of time okay so they're not that intelligent got so it check do you They'll fix you an omelet hey. yeah if you're hungry well which after this might as, happen. As yeah. you mentioned the omelet, you're, it's smelling fantastic in this hallway. <laughs> as you, Did uh, someone order one already? As you, I might as have. As you smell the food getting picked up. We had to shut them up some way. <laughs> okay, so do you want to go maybe outside and see if you can look for the statue? I will search for the statue. And I will go in the office and see if we could look. You want to come with me, Bryn? Yeah, I'll come with you, Elliot. Let's see what we can find. Okay. Then we'll meet in the foyer and go upstairs if we don't see yeah. anything. Okay. Okay. I don't think we do well alone, it seems. <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> as we send you out alone. Good luck, bud. Good luck. At least he's outside of the house. <laughs> yes, where the, imps, where the imps can get me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what we're going to do. So let's do gimbal first, I guess. So Gimbal walks back outside and goes out to that meadow that you guys were at at the very beginning where you slayed that little imp. What did you do with that 
creature after you killed it. We took a sample of its venom, which Bryn is now carrying, and then we just left the beast. Okay, that's, what, that's what I thought, but I just didn't remember if we needed yeah. to add it to anybody's inventory. So I think I'll go back to where the beast is and then retrace a blood pattern. Because uh-huh. there's got to be something from Ooh. where uh, the wizard was running. Go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you can find and then follow this blood pattern. Ten and survival was nothing, so a ten. Ten, that's good enough. It's pretty easy to see the blood pattern, especially at, at first, because he was pretty bloodied by the time you guys got there. And then you kind of trace it around, and it's very erratic, and it starts to get a little bit more spotted. And you're kind of like keeping your eyes down. You're really focusing. You run into something, and you look up, and you're at the steps going into the mansion. Okay, so he got bloody before he left the mansion. You're by yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> he says, "Dude, out loud to himself." I got bloody before he left. Oh, lassie. Oh, um, so you guys go into the office. We're going said. into the office. Yeah. The cat's still in there. Okay. Just meowing away, and just remind myself what the office looks like. Tire fall wall. The room is filled floor to ceiling with a bookshelf. Even more books are resting on several large scarlet armchairs and wooden tables. And there are several paintings on the walls. A fluffy cat is curled up in one of the chairs. All right. The druid in me wants to go pet the cat. So I'm going to walk up and I would like to roll some animal handling. Okay. Go ahead and do that. I am proficient as a druid. Ooh, I got a 14. I got a plus four. 18. All right. You are petting the cat and it's purring and rubbing up against you. And it jumps down, and you realize that it was sitting on a book. And when it jumps down, the book looks very familiar to you. Okay. It was it has the same front cover as the original book that was in the study okay. that started all of this. Oh, all right. I'm going to open it. I'm going to pick up the book. Okay, pick up the book. I'm going to open it. This looks like just a normal book talking about some adventure of a wizard called, I think we called him Morden. Morden, okay. Um, you remember back that the spell is Morden's Magnificent Mansion. Okay. Um, can I... I just want to investigate the book. So I'm going to okay. roll a seven t- uh, uh, 16. You are turning the book over, flipping the pages. That, yeah, go through that 264 page or 264 whatever. page. In this case, it's just like a, a, a novel okay, type gotcha. story. So it's not like spells or anything inside it. It's basically... You get the gist that it's just telling a story about this wizard in the past. Is there, when I close the book, is there anything written on the outside of the thing like before? Um, You look on the page side and you don't see anything on there. But then when you look on the spine of the book, you see that there is a letter I. A letter I. Just like a capital I. Okay. Come here. Yeah. Hey, what's up? See this I? I. Do the other (laughs) book... (laughs) Are you still, are you still, were you back in the greenhouse? What happened out there? I saw there was like pink smoke and like, were you talking to yourself? I lass. <laughs> okay. So the book Gimbal had, was there a, there was a note, right? On the outside, was there a, on the, was there a letter? Yes. But who was it from? Little I. Little I. So is this the I? I don't know. Can we, I want to look on the bookshelves and I want to see if there's any other books that have this type of letter on the spine. Go ahead and roll a investigation check. Guys, we picked the wrong character to do this. Nine. You do not see any other books with that same like binding or font or color even. Bryn. Can, can Bryn Take help? Yeah, I'm going to help. She's going to help. So you can roll a D6. 
Four. All right. So uh, 13. Since you're doing a little bit more of a thorough look, um, you notice that most of these books are written by the same person. And that person's name is Fistanda. Can we get a spelling on that? Fist Anda. Fistanda. Okay. Yep, um, pretty much all the books in this library are written by that author. Is there anything else that stands out? Like, is there like a book that is um, particularly... How to Wake an Unconscious Wizard. No, there's yeah. not. <laughs> Was worth a try. At this time, uh, Gimbal, you are walking back into the mansion. Okay. And Cumin sticks his head out and he's like, oh, Gimbal, sir, your omelet is ready. Would you like me to set it up on the dining room table? Yes, set it on the table. I'll be there <laughs> right, shortly. Why don't you go ahead and just have a seat in one of the six chairs in there and I'll, uh, I'll bring it in. Okay. I'll go uh, check out the, the dead seats. wizard is, or the dying wizard. The dying wizard. <laughs> Can I? I should probably go check on the dying wizard just <laughs> okay. one more time to make sure he's still alive. <laughs> All right. So you're going into the dining room? Yes. All right. So as you open the dining room door, you see that the wizard is still alive, but there is, if you remember, when you originally looked in this room, you had saw that there was six chairs around the dining room table and there's a seventh chair up in the corner. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you just heard Cumin say, go take a seat at one of the six chairs and I'll be right in there. Yes. So you're kind of thinking and mulling over this as you're like walking into the door. And then you open the door and you see that one of the chairs that's closest to the kitchen has opened like, like a chest. And there's a bunch of teeth inside the chair and a little tongue and it's gnawing on the foot of the wizard that's on the table. I know what this is. <laughs> It has not noticed you yet, because it is preoccupied with its meal that it's trying to um, eat. I want to go get help, because I do not want to die. <laughs> I'm too uh, weak. I'm a level <laughs> one gnome, and I don't know what to do. I'm too weak to pull him away. It's bigger than me. I'm about to die. Let me go get Bryn and, and uh, Elliot and get them in here to this situation, see if they found anything. Okay, before he, while he's doing this, I want to do one last thing in the office. Okay, what do you want to do? I just want to look. Do I see a spot, like a dust spot that I could t tell used to have a statue on it? Um, you do not. Okay. But go ahead and roll a perception check. Um, 17. Okay, you are looking for a dust spot, which you don't notice, but you do notice that there seems to be like a... Um, like furniture drag marks in the carpet. Oh, okay. Can I tell what was dragged? Drug? Um, it looks okay. like, this is going to kind of give it away, but it looks like uh, some chair legs were <laughs> dragged across the carpet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to follow the leg chair. Like, does it lead me to the dining room? It does lead you to the dining room. Okay, so, so you're on your way, gonna, like, looking yeah. back at you, staring down the ground, and then Gimbal comes um, <laughs> running back down the hallway. Get in here. We need <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> There's a chest full of teeth eating the wizard's foot. Oh, is it a mimic? It's a chair eating the wizard's foot, but you don't know what a mimic is in this world. Oh, I wouldn't know. No, I don't think you would know what a mimic is. Oh. The whole idea is they are blend in with oh, their sorry. surroundings. Oh, um, And they ambush things. <laughs> Because they look like inanimate objects. The, um, oh, okay. a, what? Like a chest with teeth? Yes, there's something eating. She, the um, wizard's foot. Get in here. At least help me pull him away. Um. Okay. I don't. I'm not fighting another piece of furniture in this house. Both. Let's pull him away from okay. this thing. <laughs> All right. We're gonna go into the dining room. Um. Uh, I formation. 
I'll take the lead. <laughs> so that's the point. Did you just say I information? <laughs> All right. Okay, it hasn't noticed it. you yet. Are you going to try to sneak in or are you just going to run in and grab the wizard? I say we run in and grab the wizard. Yeah. We're going to run in and grab the wizard. So you bolt in to grab the wizard, and it's kind of a little tug of war, but there are three of you. And so this mimic, which looks like a chair, like it looks like one of the armchairs, because um, that's the form it took, is holding on to the boot of this wizard, and he's like trying to pull, trying to pull. And you guys finally just pull the wizard free, and the mimic is just left with his boot. So the wizard okay. has now one less shoe, and it starts trying to gnaw on it and then realizes that it's not like flush. It gets really angry, so it starts to chase you guys as you run out the room. Can we close the door on it? Yes. I, Bryn closes the door to make sure that this mimic does not follow. Okay, but I feel like we need to get back in. Do you think the dining room is a key to something, those six chairs? Or do you think the house is trying to kill, yeah, well, what, trying to what kill us? You, what did you find That's in the office that I don't know about? Maybe run me down. So we have what? Oh, we didn't. The only thing we found in the office, well, we found a book that looks like the book that you have. Give me, see, let's just see the book you have. Pull your book out. Oh, here we go. It says uh, Spectre on the pages. Anything happen when you said Spectre? The, that book is no longer with you. Oh. Because it formed the door that you walked through. Oh. Okay. But you would remember that it said Spectre. So. I remember it said Spectre. I remember it was from Little One of Candlekeep, was who wrote the message to him. The Little One. All right. So Candlekeep is where we are. I think. As you guys are having that conversation, you know, in Harry Potter, the monster book, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. you hear that sound behind you as the door has opened and now the mimic is in the hallway. I'm going to be 100% honest you with you. As soon as you said the book, like that's all I've been picturing about this stupid book is the that book from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, 100%. <laughs> that is what I've been picturing the whole entire time. That makes uh, sense. Honestly, the armchair, that's exactly what I thought of was like the teeth as like the... I went with um, Beauty and the Beast armchair. So the person that yeah. is in the back, because the order got messed up here, is... Bryn, close the door. Bryn, close the door. <laughs> yep. So quickly. <laughs> we throw you to the chair. <laughs> right to the chair. Bryn pulls out the poison and puts a drop of poison onto the mimic. Just a drop? Just a drop. A drop onto the Mimic? Yes. Okay, so the Mimic closes in on you, and it starts to go, oh. and you uh, drop a thing of uh, poison on it, but go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you get too close, if that makes sense. Um, middle box, our saving throws. 13. 13. I'm going to roll an attack to see if it beats 13. I hope not. It does. No. <laughs> um, so what happens is you like put a drop on the Mimic, and you realize, okay, I need to get it like in his bloodstream. And you're like, oh, the, you know, his tongue's right here. I'm going to like put it on his tongue because it's sticking his tongue out. But what we don't realize about Mimic is they are like um, chameleons oh. in that their tongues are like really sticky. So like you put your hand out and it just grabs your hand and like just pulls you into the Mimic and it starts gnawing on your arm. And you take eight piercing damage <laughs> oh. as the Mimic is like... <laughs> Like the Harry Potter yeah. book thing. Yeah. But then the poison does its job and the mimic starts to like. You're welcome. And then you see that it's breathing, but it's no longer responsive. Just like your wizard friend. Okay. And then Kuman comes out the door. Oh, oh, well, that shouldn't be up here. Uh, but I put your omelet on the table. Up here? Does anybody want anything else? Is there up a downstairs? Yeah. I have not, I'm not allowed down there. Where is the Kuman. entryway? Um, I believe it's in the, the study. 
Where? In which the study? Which study? The study. The study at the library? One? Yeah, not the library. There's something in the library, though, like moving books around all the time. Yeah, the books themselves are moving. Well, that's a little weird. Is but there, again, we're not supposed to really go in there, so I, I try not to. Kuman, is there a hidden door that will take us downstairs? I, 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 I think so. How do you, do you know how to get there? No, I don't. I, mo- I mostly just stay in the kitchen. Unless the Cuban, masters request us, unless the masters request us to like bring them things in the study, or you know, that's the only reason I know those rooms. What's upstairs? Upstairs? Um, well, that's the, the master's bedroom. There's a observatory up there. Um, I think there's a laboratory. Hmm. Kuman, do you take the main hallways to get to these rooms, or do you have do. a server's hall hallway? No, Ooh, no. I, we, I just take the main hallways. I, don't, I wish we had a service butler, but I guess maybe the pantry. That's kind of like a hidden room. I don't think you want to go to the pantry. <laughs> and he he just looks at Gimbal. <laughs> what was in the pantry? A cat. Yeah. There was a cat. Is there something with the cat? There's got, first of all. <laughs> oh, you've noticed the cats. They're really friendly. They just walk around and um, we feed them. Kuman, how many the cats? masters seem to like them. How many cats are there, Kuman? Um, there's about 12. Do they have you a secret have hidden way? Three. Yeah. Um, no, they just come and go and we have these little cat holes for them. And he points down to like some of the doors have little like cat hole cutouts. Yeah. Gimble. Gimble. Can you go in the cat door? <sighs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to go downstairs yes. or do we want to go to this laboratory upstairs? Kuman, remind me what's downstairs. I've actually never been downstairs. We weren't allowed in that area of the uh, mansion. Because if this thing's downstairs, there's probably other the things thing. like this. And I don't think we're in the position to I face think, those things. I think we need the wizard. I feel like you guys really just need to like take a breather. I can make you up like a, a fancy pie, maybe you a custard. What? I would take some food. Okay, well, why don't you just go have a seat in one of the six chairs in the dining room, and we'll bring in. What do you want to eat? Um, I need some protein, so just like a steak, All right, potatoes. Yeah. Um, I think we have some like dehydrated beef jerky or something like that. I don't really have. We don't really get access to An fresh omelet meat. Omelet sounds great. An omelet, okay. Bring, Wait, are they your bring, eggs? What would you want? No, they're not our eggs. Oh, I thought they were chickens. They are. Okay. <laughs> but they like offended. <laughs> Not hard, eh? Kuman, what's your specialty? Curries. I'll take some curry. Okay, sounds good. I will whip that up. And um, why don't you guys just go make yourself comfortable? There's a. Uh, I'll get Hollander to come bring you some drinks. Guys, I think I wanna. Do we need to sit in the chairs? Okay, I think but we'll I wanna, check out the chairs. I would like to check for traps. Oh. oh. So this is a D and D thing. Um, you can. It's gonna be. A perception check, basically, what you're specifically yeah. looking for traps. But you want to specifically look for a trap, so I want to check for traps in the chairs. Okay. So I want to, knowing that the last chair was a mimic, I want to maybe poke something at it or do something at the chair before I sit down. Okay, sounds good. 14. You are able to check all of the chairs. And Including the one in the seventh chair in the corner? Yep. And what you're able to tell with your 14 is that the mimic chair had moved one of the actual chairs over into the corner. Okay. And then it placed itself closest to the kitchen because assuming that that's where someone would sit. Okay. Crafty. All right. I'm going to sit in a chair. All right. Sounds good. Some time passes. We're going to use this time to do what's called a short rest. 
in a short rest is a chance where you have an opportunity to bandage up your wounds and kind of get some of your hit points back. So that's what is called a hit dice. Yep. So yours is, I think, a D10. Yours is a D8. And what you're able to do is you can roll that hit dice. You have as many as you have levels. In this case, your first level, so you have one. And you get to add four. the number plus your constitution modifier. And that's how many hit dice you get back. So you heal Six. yourself for that amount. Oh, sweet. Five. I get five back. And what are you guys doing with uh, Matris, the wizard? <laughs> I think Matris needs to sit in a chair too, but he's gonna be passed out. So you sit in a chair, he keeps slumping over. So you're like weekend with Bernie. <laughs> 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 it's too weekend at Bernie's thing. Put him in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Except he's like attached to Brent and I, because you know every time we move, he moves. <laughs> Um, his breathing movie. is still pretty shallow, but it doesn't seem to be getting worse. Okay. He just doesn't seem to be getting better. He's kind of in a stasis. Okay. All right. Are we going upstairs well, after this? You guys got an hour. You're bandaging up. You're eating. So let's get some discussions. What would you guys talk about to kill this time as a character? Would you just talk about the mansion? Or would you ask about each other's lives? What would you do? After I was healed, I'd certainly ask a little more in depth why they're even going, why do they continue to go through this when they could, although I guess we can't return because we tried to return. You're just going to monologue over there? (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to actually ask a question? That's that's a really great recap. I just (laughs) want to share. And at this point, Elliot just like looks at Gimbo's like, you want to share the class? What are you, what are you muttering to yourself? Why do we stay here? How do we get out of here? You know, I just, I don't know about you guys, but like my clan is just, it's in a bad spot right now. There's this black sludge kind of taken over and and has kind of infected everyone. And I just heard from just kind of everyone. It was pointing me in this direction that this matrix guy was the guy that could help us and fix it. How do I leave? I I can't leave. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. What about you, Bryn? You came here, but. Well, my clan's in the same kind of situation. Matris helped us a long time ago to trap a demon to a, one of our trees, and the demon's trying to escape. So I'm trying to get Matris back to recapture this demon before it destroys my clan. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same spot. All did Matris help you before? He did not help us before. Okay. What but a I, nice little business he has going here. I mean, he's a powerful wizard. Yeah, it makes sense. He's not going to do it for free. Yeah, I just... <sighs> I don't know about this place. I'm going to be honest with you. What about this? Uh, what, do we find any other clues other than, you know, what's left where to go? Upstairs or downstairs? Is there nothing else that we found? I mean, there's this book. Of? So there's this book that has an eye on the spine. As you get to that point in the conversation, Kuin is coming in with all his food. And he's like, oh, I've always wanted to see one of those books. The master said we couldn't touch any of those books. There's more? Yeah, apparently... There's a quite a, there, there's a few of those books that got that that beautiful man on the front of it, and they have that that single letter on the spine. And the master says we can't touch those books. Did your book have a man on it? But I guess you didn't get those same instructions because you're you're touching the book. I am touching the book. I hold it out and say, "Touch it." I the master said I can't touch it. What if it touches you? I I, I don't want to find out. Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, you're just a chicken. <laughs> um, what, do you know where the rest of these books are? Um, I've never, s- no. Kuman, what happens when the cats get around the book? Are the cats allowed to touch the book? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the cat was, yeah. 
I wasn't there. So. <laughs> <laughs> the message just said that we couldn't touch the books with the single letters on the spine. All right, we need and to find the, the beautiful man on the front. The beautiful man. She, oh, there, do I notice the man on the yeah, front? Yeah, is there a man? Yeah, there's a man that's the same man that was on the front of the other book that, that cast the spell. Yeah. Okay. From your studies in the study <laughs> of the books, uh, you'd put together that the bust of that is Morden, the person that this spell is named after Morden's magnificent mansion. All right, so he's the master. Oh, Morden's not the master. Uh, who's the master? Fistana is the master. Oh, that's who wrote the books. Yes. What books? The books in the office. All the books in the office? Most of the books in the office. Yeah. So Fisanda, Fisanda? Fistanda. Fistanda. Fistanda's the master. Morden is the subject of all these books. So Morden's the apprentice? No, if he's writing the books about the person, it would be like his An idol or something. Idol or author or... He's the subject, so he's got to be somebody of importance. M-O-R-D-I-N. So I wonder if the books all spell out Morden. So we need to go find these the rest of the books. Go to the library. Let's go back to the office again. Yes. And take another look. Okay. Now that I we're agree. a little bit more conscious. You eat scarf down your food, you finish your kind of your conversation. You're all healed up now. You move back to the office. I assume you're leaving the wizard back in the dining room. I feel like he's safe. Yeah. yeah. We tell the chicken to watch out for hey, him. Hey Kuman, watch the wizard. All right. I can watch the wizard. You go into the study and you see those chair tracks like where they got dragged from and they're coming from the corner of the room when you start looking over there a little bit more now that you kind of know what you're looking for you notice that there is a little lever on the bottom left corner that you pull and a door slides open revealing a staircase going down eye formation yes (laughs) power eye (laughs) all right i guess i'm gonna as stealthily as I can, lead the group downstairs. Bryn's got her long bow. Yeah. Or the short sword, probably, more out. Yeah, we're in a short melee sword. zone. Yep. Yeah. Melee zone. Uh, Elliot's holding his um lumberjack axe. Is there anything else out of place in the study before um, we go down? Nope. Nothing really out of place. You guys found the few things that were in there that you needed to know. When you go downstairs, you see kind of like a T-shaped hallways, and you see a door on the far side of one, and you see two other doors going into other rooms. So you get an idea that there's at least three rooms downstairs that you can explore if you wanted to. Okay, Elliot and Gimbal, I think we need to go together this time, so we're not fighting. I would 100% agree. Brooms. I'll lead the way. Which room are we going to first? You lead the way. I got the rear. Yep. Let's. I formation. Is it dark? It's all lit by... uh, like a, it looks like oil lamps, but they don't give off heat, so you get a sense that it's like aesthetic, but it's a magic, okay. like eternal fire. Well, I'll head down the uh, the long hallway there to the lone door that's by itself. Okay. All by myself. Ooh. The door really should have been a bard. Unlocked. I really don't want to be all by myself. Please follow. <laughs> <laughs> so as you open this room. The air here smells of astringent chemicals. Long wooden tables stretch across the room, laden with vials, beakers, and flasks holding various liquids and powders. Books are stacked between the glassware and chemicals. Yellow paper charts and blackboards are full of complex formulas, and they cover the walls and all the surfaces. All right. I say we start by checking for any kind of healing potions or whatnot. Yeah, I feel like... We're going to look for anything that has, like, says healing. 
or has like a happy picture on it. No skull and crossbones. <laughs> like the opposite of that. What is like, I don't know what the opposite of skull and crossbones are, but that's what we're looking for. Um, you look, you look oh. through all of them and you find definitely some skull and crossbones. And you're like, mm, maybe not those ones. But then as you keep scrolling around, you do see two potions that have everything in that, that look familiar to you as healing potions. All right. Or potions of healing. I'm taking, I would like to take both if not, one if not both. Um, you, you can pick them up. I don't know who's taking them. All I'm right, sure. I'm going to pick them both up. Okay. So I have two healing potions yep. that we think. Should we, should we split them up just in case you tend to take a hit? And no one can administer it to you? Sure. Uh, Bryn, as you're looking around on the other table, I you find you. another book that has the picture of the beautiful man on the front of it. And there is a single letter on the spine. And that letter is B. Well, I'm going to pick up the book. And I'm going to look on in around the book for any kind of um, clues. You look around, you don't really see anything other than the book was put there. This book happens to be about Morden's adventures in searching for the elixir of life. Hey, Elliot and Gimbal, I found another one of the books. What's, Our, it, what's it about? About Morden's adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Duh! How did you not know? Uh, Elliot says in the others. Elliot's just like picking up things and he turned there like, Duh! His adventures. I don't. Okay. I don't. Do you think it matters what the books are about? I think it's the. I think these letters are going to form a word and we're going to say the word. And it will open up the door. I don't know. Oh, similar to Spectre. But yeah. each one has. To, all right. Mm -hmm. That's my. I, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's my theory. So I think we need to scavenge the, the other two rooms. The castle for these books. Yeah. Well, let's head up the other two rooms over down here. All right. You're leading. I'm following. All right. Oh. I formation. I have formation. I'll head back in down that other hallway on the door to the right. Wait. Okay. okay. Both of you have healing potions. Okay. And you have the book. And I have the book. Interesting. As you open this door, a smell kind of hits you, which smells of charcoal and sulfur. Oh. And in the center of this room, there's about a five-foot diameter circle with a bunch of writing all around it. And then in the middle of that circle is kind of some charcoal looking ash. Like whatever was there has been burnt and is now just ash. Like and, a seance circle? Yep. And then okay. the far end of it you can see it in this picture up here. But there is a wooden bookcase that's got nothing on it. It's just an empty bookcase. But sitting next to it you hear a... Is that a frog I hear? I don't is the room lit up? Uh, it is fairly darker in this room, but it is have enough light that you can mm. see across, but you don't see what's making the sound. Um, Elliot's going to cast Druidcraft and light the fire pit. Okay. Um, there's not a fire pit there. It's just oh. a circle with burnt stuff in the middle that wouldn't have enough uh, material to, to light burn. A fire. Yeah. So, uh, um, as a uh, gnome, I do have dark vision, so I can see up to 60 feet like it's bright as day okay even mm -hmm. in dim settings so you see a very not a very large well I it's large you. for a toad <laughs> you see about a one foot tall toad sitting next to the bookcase and he's just going i also can see in the dark so can i so you guys so all a new, see this a hint, the only people who can't see in the dark are humans 
Oh. In the D&D world. Yeah, everyone generally has dark vision except humans. Well, but here you I were was really thinking I was special. I know, you were so <laughs> really Excuse me? I can see 60 feet like it's daytime. Um, I wrote, That's why I was like, you're cute. <laughs> I wrote that down on my but, sheet that I could do the same thing. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, so what are no. we doing with this toad? This one foot tall toad. Are we gonna... uh, well, you're eye level. You want to go talk to it? <laughs> Yeah, see if he'll talk to you, Gimbal. All right. I like animals. Let's go approach this toad. Okay. Is is that a thing to... uh, It doesn't have a broom, does it? um, I'm going to let you try, but I'm the druid, so I probably should talk to him. (laughs) But you go for it. (laughs) He likes animals. All right. Let's use some... uh, What? Animal animal handling. handling. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll your animal handling. (laughs) Three. Three. All right. So you... Maybe you should try. just like giggling (laughs) in the corner. (laughs) So you get down... And it's funny because you're watching this gnome. He's walking towards this toad and he's like, okay, I'm like two feet tall. But three. this, I'm three, three feet. feet tall. I'm much too tall for this toad. I need to get down to its level. So you see this gnome like kind of like scrunched down. He's like, hey, little guy, how's it going? I'm just here to. And then as it gets too close, like a tongue just shoots at it. And uh, the creature changes forms into a little monster that's got some claws. What the heck? Gimbal. <laughs> and it's going to attack you. Mm-mm. Uh, does a 14 hit you? Um, yes, it does. All right. It does four piercing damage. Okay. And then go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Natural 20. All Ooh. right. You feel some poison kind of starting to enter into your body, but since you are so in tuned with animals, <laughs> um, you're able to be like, oh, no, this feels like it's the venom of a switchback toad <laughs> or something. And you just know to like, I need to flex my arm a certain way. And it just pops okay. the poison out. Okay. Wow. Good work, Gimbal. Wow. And we can roll initiative if you want. No. No, <laughs> I would like to just retreat out. Yeah, the I think, out the yeah, the same, I'm the same way. Like, <laughs> sounds good. You can always run away, and then you hear that, and you're, you're like, watch out, and then you, watch out, and you just shut see, the door. You see this toad just jumping after Gimbal as he is uh, running out, yes. and you slam the door shut. I say, Elliot, why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll a history check, uh, Gimbal. Eleven. Okay, while you're in that room with your superior night vision. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's actually 13. 13, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're in that room with your superior night vision, uh, you did not see any books. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is so much fun. All right. Um, All right, what are Crocodile we- Dundee, where are we going next? Let's check out the last room. Guy's name. What? Not Crocodile S- Dundee. Steve Irwin. Steve That's Irwin. really what I wanted to say. Steve Irwin, <laughs> where are we going next? Let's check out that last room, I formation. I, for- I, right. formation. I formation. As you open the last room, you are greeted with the smell of alcohol and brine permeating throughout this room. And inside the room, you see a lot of really tall cylinders, about five feet tall, maybe three feet in diameter. And they're full of like a um, salt water solution. And then as you look at it, you just see a bunch of different types of animals and creatures just kind of floating suspended in this solution. And then as you get closer to them, you see that each of them has a little plaque on it that says what is inside of that particular container. I just picture the guy from 
Marvel, the collector. Yeah. Oh, that's kind yes. of the idea you would go with, except yeah. for that none yes. of these creatures are alive. Okay. I was picturing Futurama with all the dead heads. <laughs> uh, do we see any books in the. Oh, wait, no. Are we all in there? Uh, uh, right now, Gimbal is in the front, but you can all see it because, you know, you we guys all have line superior up. vision. And, yeah. you, and you guys all line up in <laughs> order of shortest to tallest. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any books? Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. 16. As you're walking, are we all rolling a perception check? Oh, 16 plus four, right? So I have 20. Natural uh, 20. Oh, I got a 18. So you guys all walk around, and it becomes very obvious that there isn't any books in here in general. Um, but all of you notice that you start reading the plaques and seeing like what type of creatures are in here. And there's one container that's empty, and the top is totally missing off of it. And then right next to it, you see it says uh, mimic. Ah, uh, interesting. And you kind of maybe put two and two together that this was the container that held the creature that you have already fought. Is there some way that we can lock all of these bottled creatures in the room? Or do we need to go capture the mimic and get it back in its cage? Or should we give the health potion to the person that we need to help? Yeah, let's go upstairs and start there. (laughs) (laughs) What will our adventurers do next time? (laughs) Run. Gonna let another <laughs> citizen die. <laughs> Let's go upstairs, administer the health potion, and yeah. reconvene there. And Let's see if we can even, we gotta give them both health potions. Let's yeah. see if we can get them conscious and have a conversation. I'm gonna say probably not, but we're gonna try. Worth a shot. So as you go upstairs, you gingerly step over the uh, mimic chair that's kind of sleeping in the middle of the hallway to go to your Weekend at Bernie's wizard who's missing a shoe. <laughs> uh, he's kind of looking a little rough for wear. But as you give him the first healing potion, you see that his like sting marks have kind of started to close a little bit. Great. And when you give him the second health potion, you sense that his breathing becomes a little bit more stable. However, he still does not regain consciousness. Of course not. That would be too easy. It would be. But now you know that he's no longer on death's door. On death's door, yeah. Oh, good. We can relax a bit. <laughs> <laughs> have, have Colander make us something while we... Yeah. <laughs> and relax. Okay. So upstairs. I was thinking upstairs or having to recapture that mimic and put it back in its cage. I'll be honest with you. I, I, Let's see what upstairs has yeah, to hold. Yeah, I think the mimic is the last of my worries. Also, ra- I don't want to get bit by that thing. Yeah. All right. Upstairs we go. So as you walk up the top of the stairs, you're going to see a couple of things. First, you're going to see a hallway on your right hand side that's got two doors in there. And then there's kind of like a little landing at the top of it. And on that landing, there is a suit of armor. It looks just like a normal thing, like a medieval castle. And they'd have like a suit of armor as an art piece. Looks like that. And then you have another door on your left-hand side. You're calling the shot, Shorty. (laughs) Lil' G says, let's take the door on the left-hand side. Let's inspect that suit of armor first, just to make sure there's nothing uh, out of whack. Go ahead and roll an investigation because you're... Obviously, I've seen the suit of armor, so now you're just trying to investigate a little bit closer. Oh, so that gets... Uh, I've got a 14. Do I get plus dexterity or anything? Uh, investigation, I think, is intelligence-based. All right, so it takes me to 16. So with the 16, you're looking at the suit of armor, and it looks kind of clanky and bulky, but the sword that it's holding actually looks really nice and has a nice, fine blade on the end of it. Okay. Bryn or Elliot, can either of you try to move the sword? Too big uh, for yeah, me. pick it up. I'll pick up the sword. It's a short sword, and you're able to just take it out of the okay. knight's hand with ease. Did you Nothing. want it? No, no, no. I don't need it. I was just 
wondering if it did anything. It seemed like it was, it, it's out of place. No, you shouldn't have a fine edge on a display piece. Yeah. Um, Elliot's going to holster it. Sounds good. You put it in your, um, on my belt. On your belt? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything behind the armor? Yeah. As you're looking behind the armor, you see that there is a little like ladder that's going up. And then there's a trap door, like an attic door that's right above the suit of armor. Okay. Mm. Another time? Yes. Well, let's inspect the rooms on this level and then we'll yeah. head up there, right? All right. So you're going through the door on the left, you said? Yeah. Most of this room is taken up by two long wooden tables that go down the center of it. They are covered in glass and think of like beakers. So they have like little Bunsen burners and beakers and all sorts of like herbs and herbs and, you know, minerals and stuff like that. So this looks like a laboratory. But then on the far wall is almost completely covered by a map of the night sky with the golden sun in the middle and then a bunch of like stars and constellations. Think of like a big mural that's painted on the back wall. And that's the wall that has the door to the next room in it. Should we just do a quick perception check? Yeah, let's take a look and see if we can find any books with our letters. You don't even have to roll a perception check because right on one of the middle tables, as you're walking towards the back of it, you see the familiar book that you're used to seeing now, which is why you don't have to roll a perception. Um, you see the bust of Morden, the wizard on it. And then on the spine, you see a single letter that says T. Uh, all right, we got B-I-T. B-I-T. Or I-B-T. I-B-T. Or T-I-B. Or bit. Tib. Tib. Bit. Bit. I bit. I think I we bit. need to find more. Yeah. Can we investigate? Is there anything else in the room that stands? Oh, is there like any other books? Like, is there any potions that we think that might be another healing potion? Is there any other books that we feel stand out? Like, is that how to wake up a wizard book in here? It yeah. is not in here, but okay. there are <laughs> lots of charts, like star charts and maps um, of the constellations with like the names of them. Like, this is the golden archer and this is the stinky skunk and that type of stuff. There's lots of some like formulas and equations, but nothing really stands Elliot out to you doesn't guys. really do math. Is there a cat door? There's not a cat door in this room. Shall we just proceed to the next door on the far yeah, wall? Yeah, I'm okay. in. Yep, sounds good. As you proceed to the next door, you are greeted with a sound of some nice soft chirps of crickets. And you look at the floor and it's got grass growing inside of this building. And it kind of slopes slightly upward and it gives you a sense of like a grassy hilltop. Huh. Elliot kind of likes it. So he's a lumberjack. He's used to being in the forest. So yeah. he like is vibing on this room and kind of like walks ahead of the two of you. Okay. What are you guys doing? I'm very hesitant. There is not as much illumination in this room. It's more dark. Well. We all have dark vision. Superior dark vision. So it's basically daylight for us. Just Gimbal has superior dark vision. We just have regular dark vision. We just have regular dark vision. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. I think as a half orc, I do have better dark vision than other animals. I'm going to look it up right now. That's what the same. I'm not sure. It's not important. You can look it up later. I'm going to say that Bren has like her hand on the short sword. But like it's not pulled. She's a little hesitant, but she still feels kind of comfortable. But she's just gonna stand at the doorway and make sure Elliot doesn't. Need Elliot's vibing on this room for some reason. It has a nice like breeze. Yeah, reminds you of being like in a meadow. Yeah, and as you look up, you don't actually see the ceiling anymore. So there's about twelve foot ceilings in this mansion. When you look up in this one, you don't see a ceiling. Instead, what you see is a bunch of stars. 
Yeah. He feels like he's at home. And then um, as your eyes kind of adjust to the darkness, because you just did come from a bright room to a dark room, so it does take some time, even with your dark vision, you notice that there are five telescopes that are mounted, you know, like, looks like they're mounted to like a rock okay. pillar pointing up towards the sky. I saw the picture there. I thought there was going to be like blades spinning to capture <laughs> us and not telescopes. Are the te- <laughs> That's are the why te- I was very hesitant. <laughs> and we just gave him a great idea for another room. Um, Bryn looking in, does she notice that the telescopes are all pointing at one thing or all in different directions? Um, you can't tell from the entryway because you're still kind of in that bright room. Okay. Can and we just like the bright to darkness? You're having trouble seeing what's in there. Okay. I say let's look at through each telescope, see what they're already set to, and see if that matches anything on the map and the wall in the previous room. Sounds or good. Maybe also can line up with the BIT or something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so what do we roll? Could we roll for astronomy? Roll for astronomy. Well, what would astronomy be based off of? Uh, probably nature or something I have a proficiency in. Intimidation. Oh, it's intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. How about insight? Insight is more when you're trying to read people. Oh. I'd say it's either nature. Survival. Survival. I could go for survival. Investigation, nature. maybe? Investigation. I'll go with investigation, nature, or survival. I'm going to roll um, survival. Okay. I'm going to roll investigation. Roll investigation. I'm rolling survival. Okay. I got a 15. Natural 20. Natural 20. Okay. I got 20, but not natural. Not natural. Okay. Unnatural. I have an unnatural, unnatural 20. <laughs> so at first, you're not really seeing. At first, you're not really seeing anything. But then, just by happen coincidence, at one of the points, Gimbal ends up being in the room by himself as the girls go out or the girl and guy go out and kind of look at the chart a little bit more and the door closes and the room gets a little bit darker. And then what happens is you start to notice that five stars in the skyline start to show a little bit brighter. Okay. Now that the room's darker. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there was a little bit too bright because of the light coming in from the other one. Too much ambient light. Yep. Too much ambient light. And so now you notice like, oh, there's five stars up there. And then you go outside and you look at the map and you're like, okay, that's looking at the archer and he's shooting an arrow through an open gate, you know, like, and it comes up with like, okay, this is how I open the door. Okay. That doesn't make sense. But then you go back in and you like align all the telescopes and then behind you, you hear a click as a door opens up behind you. Ooh. So there's a secret passage in this room. Elliot goes, it's your dark vision, isn't it? Elliot got stuck in the other room. Yeah. Elliot doesn't even know this is going on. Bum, bum, in bum. that room, that secret room, there is a single desk. Now, what the desk has on it is a bunch of books, and they have like a big iron clasp on each of the books with a chain attaching it to the desk. So you're not actually able to take any of the books out of the room, but there is a little table that you can take the book on and set it in front of you and read. Okay. Just from your general knowledge, you would know that all of these books are very rare and very expensive. Okay. Do do any of them have any letters written on the spines like we've seen so far? Yep. And the one table that is on the desk in front of you, or like the one that's already been pulled off and opened up, has the picture of the wizard on the front of it, and it has the letter L on it. Okay. Um, and none of the other books have anything after I inspect the, them. Yeah, you look through all the other books, and they are all... 
fairly rare books beyond your abilities as a first level to like comprehend how to do the spells and stuff like that. But you get the sense that they're high level magic spells. And this is probably the master's private collection. Okay. Hence being high on a secret door and not being able to take him out of the room. Okay. Um, well, I, I found the book with the L. I'm going to walk back through the main doors and into the larger room where Bryn and Elliot are waiting and report to them what I've just found. So Bryn, Elliot, I just found another book through okay. the telescope right, room. Where is it? It's through the telescope room into another secret room. It looks like a private study, and it had an L on the spine. Did You you didn't, you didn't bring it out? I couldn't get it. It's locked up. Oh. You don't think the books need to be touching each other, do you? Like, Do you think we need to get all the books and bring them back up here? I think it's worth a shot. Well, gonna... I guess we don't have the one book. No, we don't. Well, they yes, a, no. they didn't have a letter. Yeah. So we have all but the let L me, book. Let me return and get it. I'll use my uh, thieves tools to try and break the lock on it. Okay. What What if we put the books by uh, the books that we have by Next it? Let's do it. Let's do that. Trying to rain on the rogues parade. I see how it goes. Yeah. I know. Fine. I won't pick a lock. Well, I mean, all right. House, come with me. Uh, <laughs> house, like, I feel like the house is fighting us. Really. Right. <laughs> the furniture's attacking me. Want to not cleaning supplies? <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to make an enemy where I'm you not might not have to. I'm trying to make an enemy. I well, like books. Let's all go through the room. Okay. Yeah. And then the door slams. Just kidding. And we're stuck in the. I'm saying you will never get in there again. So we put the books next to the L book. Does anything happen? Uh, they look like a cozy family. All right. Of all the same picture. I'm going I'm to pick Elliot's the lock. Elliot's like disappointed. You're going to pick the lock? I'm going to pick the lock. Okay, go ahead and roll your thieves tools. You have proficiency in it. Um, five plus my two plus uh, I got a nine. Yep. This is a more complicated lock than you're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, so you're just at this point in your career, you're not able to pick that type of lock. Okay. All right. Let's go. What else is up here? We got we to gotta yeah, figure out this out. Out of the out. next room. We got built. B-A-L-T, right? Yep. You got two rooms left. Straight. Are we going in the attic or are we going in the oh, other room? And you have the attic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we'll do the attic last. So let's go straight ahead. Okay. Okay. I don't like the look of that. <laughs> so happy this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I see something Gibble, in the room. what do you I see? see? <laughs> I see something I don't like. There's something in this room. It's scary. <laughs> This is an open and airy bedroom. A canopy bed with rich scarlet curtains occupies one corner. A jug and wash basin stand on top of a chest of drawers. And a fluffy black cat is napping in the scarlet easy chair. One wall is covered with a large painting of a golden dragon perched historically on a mountaintop. Does the druid want to go over and talk to the cat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the druid just like walks past you. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go. I feel like I had some good luck with the other black cat that was okay. sitting on top of a book. So is this cat sitting on top of a book? Um, go ahead and roll an animal handling check. Okay. As you reach down to pet the cat. 13. So as you reach down to pet the cat, it stands up and stretches. Mm, kitty. Yep. And then it jumps up on top of the... Um, dresser that's next to it and starts rubbing up against a book. Oh, I'm going to walk over to the book and be like, good kitty. Thanks, yep. kitty. And you see a book of the wizard that you're used to seeing at this point. And on the spine is the letter E. E. Okay. Elliot, maybe you should make friends with the cat and keep it around. See if it will lead us to the next book. Um, You know, I'm going to reach in my bag and my little what is it, Sapro? What is it called? The thing that I'm wearing? Yeah, that's just Sapro. Sapro. And I'm going to take out a piece of just like, I'm going to have a, some sort of snack in there. 
maybe like a beetroot or I don't know, something healthy, delicious mm-hmm. that a cat would like. And I'm going to give it to the kitty. All right. Cat is really excited about it and just, you know, is purring away as it's chewing down on it. Okay. Um, is there anything else in this room? You're looking around and you don't see really anything else. If you look through the dresser drawers, you'll see that there's just really elegant robes and slacks and like really finely nice dressed things. Um, all female. All female. Then never mind. I was going to see if there was a pair of boots for our wizard friend to bring him <laughs> shoes or sock or something. But He's not. got one high heel and one boot. <laughs> one boot. All right, I guess I'll look at my my adventurers friends and say uh on to the next one. On to the next one. Agreed. I B T L E. Yeah, I got nothing so far. Tibble. Ilbelt. Is it two words maybe? Uh it Libit. Libit. Tile. All right, what do we find in this next room? Each corner of this pleasant parlor has a scarlet armchair and reading table piled high with books. A cheery fire burns in the fireplace. A pair of swords sit on a rack high above the fireplace. Like think of like a, you know, like sword plaques with a little cross on them. Mm-hmm. And the heads of various animals are mounted to the walls. So you can think of this as like a hunting lodge room with the trophies. Elliot does not like this room. I expect the Drew did not. He's getting weird vibes. I think we need to at least check out the books that are sitting on all the chairs before we move on. Elliot's not going in. All right. Bryn. Bryn, Bryn will go will in. Go check it out. Yep. All right. Should we do a, an investigation check since we know what we're looking for? We can do an investigation because you know you're looking at the books particularly yep. and you're looking for this particular oh, book. Oh, yeah, a letter yep. on. Okay. I got a one. Okay. Ooh, got a one. Crit fail. Well, I guess we don't crit fail on checks. We don't crit fail on checks. Yeah, right. Just one. 15 plus investigate 16. So the reason that you got such a bad roll was because you went on the right-hand side. Bryn went on the left-hand side where the book was. But as you're kind of <laughs> looking around and you're kind of focused in on the books, you feel a little tap on your shoulder. Yeah. You look behind you and one of those two swords that was above the fireplace is now tapping you on the shoulder. Not with its point or with its blade, but like kind of like the flat of the blade. It's tapping you, tapping you, tapping you, trying to get your attention. And as soon as it sees that, it looks at you. It flips around and puts its handle like right in front of your face. I, I'm going to step back a second and <laughs> ask the sword, you know, what, what, what are you doing? Yep. Does the sword Did the broom talk back? <laughs> No, it was pure action. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to... Turn back around and try to tap you on the shoulder again. Okay. And then turn back around and give the I'm, handle. I'm going to reach out and try and see what this handle does. Okay. As soon as you grab the handle, another flying sword comes down. Oh, <laughs> come on. You didn't see that coming? You are so not. green to D&D. <laughs> and it tries to, the other sword comes in and it tries to go for like a parry. And you're like really confused at what's happening. So like... <laughs> this strike is totally going to hit you like right in the face, but then it stops short. <laughs> and then the, the sword that's holding you kind of is like a weird turn thing and like rocks back and forth and then goes you back on guard. Like it just pulls your arm into place. <laughs> and then the other sword starts trying to fight you again. <laughs> <laughs> and the more and more you're trying to do this, you are now just along for the ride as these two flying swords are having a, like a fencing competition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Full while on duel. While you're just holding on. <laughs> Can okay. I let go? You can try to let go. I'm tr- I I would like to try to let go. Okay, you try to let go, and as soon as you let go, the sword like they just both freeze in place. 
and then it turns around and tries to like tap you on the shoulder again, <laughs> and then it okay. turns and presents itself. Okay, I'm gonna look to Bryn. Bryn, did you find anything? If not, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn, you had found a book that had a familiar looking face on it, and the letter was go. Y. Why? Why? Bitly? After seeing this, not getting reaction from you, the sword goes over to Bryn now and taps it on the shoulder. Taps it on the shoulder and then presents it. Bryn looks at the sword and goes, Lassie, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> taps you on the shoulder and presents itself. I, I say, Gimbal, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Shut the door behind us. Yep. And then this room is done. <laughs> All right. All right. What, um... You met the flying swords that were very excited to duel. So yeah. We should, yeah, we should tell Elliot we found a book with a wall. Oh, I watched you. Okay. I just refused to go in the room. Okay. So you watched him do a dueling match with the flying yeah, sword? Yeah, I'm like, this, <laughs> the whole time he was standing, cr- arms crossed, like leaning up against the um, the doorway, kind of smuggish, just shaking his head like, what, where did I find these people? The cat is rubbing up against you the yeah. whole time, too. <laughs> and I'm just like shaking my head. Gimbal, you got to make better choices. <laughs> <laughs> We're all level ones, okay? <laughs> don't don't act so high and mighty. Yeah, he's a mature one. He's a mature one. <laughs> all right. Shall we, uh, shall we go up the attic? 12 months. <laughs> Are you going up into the attic? Yeah. I yeah. think it's our next I play. Think, yeah, yeah, it's our next play for sure. Um, you go up to the attic. It's pretty tight. The ceilings are, aren't really high in this spot. Do we need to use dark vision? Yeah, we need to use <laughs> your superior dark say, vision. This looks like a, a good gnome situation. I know. I Short like, wall. Ceilings aren't tall, yeah. huh? Do you feel pretty grand to you? Good thing you got me here. <laughs> good thing we got a little gnome. Yep. So you send the gnome up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you don't actually find anything in the attic, but what you do notice is there is, you can see through all the floorboards into the rooms below hand. Oh. Um, so this would have been a way that you now realize I could have got to that secret room going through the attic. Oh, interesting. Okay. But you don't find anything else useful in this Are attic. the swords still dueling? The swords have gone back to their um, holsters, and if you get over that when you hear soft whimpering, because their fun time was already over. Oh. Yeah. All right. What do you see? You see anything up there? No, uh, Elliot, Bryn. I don't. I don't see. Any, I mean, I see. You can look down into each room, but I can't. I don't, I don't see anything special in the attic. All right. So we got our books. Let's. Um, all right. Let's head back downstairs to the dining room. Okay. See if anything's changed with our wizard. Yeah. All right. Where didn't we get books from? The library. The, the broom. Broom. Broom room. The broom room. Broom I don't room. know. Well, you guys are more than welcome to go in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do we feel like... And do we get one out of the dining room? Or the... We, even, we never even looked in the dining room to see I if know. there was any books. No, we just know that there were seven chairs. Yeah. But now there's six. six. All right. And then, like, what was, the, what was outside? Nothing. I looked for the statue. <laughs> well, I guess I didn't go around the whole perimeter of the outside. I just went to retrace the steps of the wizard and found nothing. Other than the fact that he actually uh, in was the, initially injured in the house. And Did the, we find blood anywhere, though? I traced blood all throughout the field. And I, no, it came to the house. I, we I didn't find any it. blood in the house, I, right? I never investigated further because when I came back, the mimic had taken over. And we also didn't find a book in the greenhouse. We didn't find a book in the greenhouse. We didn't find a book in the library. We didn't look in the library for a book. We just no. went in the library to go out the door. Can we go back in the library? I'm not asking. 
let's go back in the library. Well, I was looking at you <laughs> to be like, can we go back in the library? All right. I think we need to go back to the library. Were we attacked by all those books? Yeah, but I was attacked because I tried to open the door to the patio. Okay. So is there something out in the patio? Can we get... We, yeah, got, we, we get, already got yeah. to the patio. We got and to we the patio nothing. before. Was yeah. it the same patio? It was. Okay, so we don't need to do that. All right, so do we want to go in? Okay, I want to go to what the library. Was, but what was on the patio? Did we investigate? Nothing. It was just a breezy patio. Yeah, it was, oh, we walked yeah, out there. It was, it was nothing. Good. Yeah, right. Okay. Silence I, from a hey, DM is hard to read. You guys are talking about a bunch of stuff, so I'm waiting. All right, here's sure okay. what you I say we go doing. double check each room. Do you want to start with the library or we can start with the broom closet with all the, or I guess it was the armory? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. No one else has been in there but me, so maybe you guys can get a better All eye. right. How about let's just I'll don't do touch the armory. The you go into the library. Okay. Split the party again. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> just hang out by the door, maybe. Yes, yes. Bryn we'll let you will be go right in. in between the rooms if you need her. I'm going to go So in. she can't see either. I'm going to go into the armory. <laughs> she can hear really well. We're not going to engage with the broom. Correct. Okay. She does get lost, so I'll make sure you scream real loud. <laughs> that's all, that's why we put you in the middle of the eye formation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're as, playing into your backstory. We don't even know. <laughs> as you well go, played. As you go into the library, you see the same thing. You see a mannequin that's got a bunch of nicks and scorch marks and like flecks missing off of it. And you see a broom sweeping up the floor by itself. Okay, without engaging with the broom, I want to just like walk around. Do I see any books? You don't see any books in this room, but you do see a big diagram that just has a bunch of different like fighting stances for like swords and daggers and pole arms that type of stuff okay so you could tell this is a, a training room okay um nothing in here guys okay let's head on to the library all right back over to the library all right who's the first one through the door i will stealthily move through the door all right go ahead and roll a stealth skill skill roll 15 all right so you silently open this door and slip in Standing off to the side, and I'll go ahead and roll a history check. Seven. Seven. With the seven, you do not remember what the pile of books looked like in this room. So, like, before when you are in this room, there was one pile of books that was trying to attack you guys. Okay. But you don't remember which, yeah. which pile it was. <laughs> or what books those were. Yeah. Okay. Can I do an, an investigation and try to see if I can find a book that has a, you know, the... Similar to what we've always been looking for? Yes. Go ahead and roll a D4. Ooh. Two. Two. All right. So I know it's real fast. We're on to something here. We are on to something. Or we're on to nothing, but he's tired, so he's trying to make it something. <laughs> <laughs> because as a D&D, when your party gets, or as a D&D... As a, a DM, as your party gets stuck, you got to be real creative on how to help them get unstuck without helping them. So as you are walking through the room and you're trying to like stealthily move around, you end up in the top corner of the room. Okay. And when you're up there, you just start to hear something. And then you kind of, from the shadows, peer around the corner and you see a stack of books walking. So like... The books will like slide forward one way and slide forward another way, and then like the whole mass of books will slide over. Okay. Slide over one way, slide over the next way, a whole stack of books will move over. Okay. So you realize that this animated stack of books doesn't know you're there. So it's just kind of wandering around. So it's almost like the guard doing its rounds that yep. I need to avoid. Okay. Yep, exactly. But then 
you notice as it walks past you that on the back of this stack of books is a familiar looking face, but you can't quite make up from your distance what the letter is on the spine. I'm going to use my sleight of hand to try and steal that book from that stack. So see if you can pick the pocket of a stack of <laughs> animated pick books. Pick the pocket of the stack of animated books. Um, 18 plus six. Ooh. Yep. So with your wow. progress skills, you're able to just, you just know like it's moving. So if I just put my hand on it and it will just move away and it won't even notice I took it. And you're able to grab this book and it has the letter R on it. And then with your same stealth roll, you're able to just wait long enough and get out of the room. Just get out of the room. Yes. Yes. How many books do we have? Seven. We have I, B, T, Seven. L, and E, Y, R. 12 cats. So are we looking for 12 books? Oh, my God. Oh. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, we're running out of rooms. Yeah, we, we have literally searched this place well, up and down. Okay, let's go back to the yeah, Where are Gimble. those the cats? Gimble, you said that there was a cat in the kitchen. Did you find a book in the kitchen? There was a cat in the pantry. Let's go back or, to the pantry. Let's go back to the pantry. All right, we're going back to the pantry. Okay. Bryn's going to go back to the pantry. Okay, Bryn goes to the pantry. As soon as you walk in... Uh, Kumin is like, oh, our guests are back. Um, it looks like your boots are a little dirty. Were you up in the attic? I should, I could probably like bust those out, like buff them out for you. I also Re see you have some. He really wants to clean shoes. You yeah, might let sure. Him clean your shoes. Sure, Kumin, you can clean my shoes. And and it looks like you might have got some teeth marks on your coat. Do you want me to like stitch that back up? Yeah, that would be great. Oh, I'm Kumin. so excited to be able to help somebody again. This is so nice to have guests. Hey, Kumin. Where are all the cats at? Um, well, they kind of wander around and occasionally they come in here and eat and then they point over to the corner and you see like a bunch of bowls set up <laughs> um, for food. And you see that there are seven bowls. Seven bowls, seven books. Yeah. Uh Oh, am I in there? You can be. Do you want to join me, Elliot? Sure. Hey, Elliot, come here. I need help. <laughs> Is there? Um... <laughs> that was... I, I've... So I'm in the pantry... Is, it, is there a cat around? You'd see probably like three or four cats at this point, especially since one of them has been following you around since you fed it. Oh, perfect. Um, does it have a name tag? It does not have a name tag. Oh, okay. Hey, Elliot, what do you think if we lay the books out in front of the cats? Do you think they'll put them in order for us? I mean, let's see. Let's. It's worth a try. The Minus the L book that we don't have. Yeah. Well, there's only four cats, seven books. Four cats, seven books, but six are here. It's now a math problem. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if a druid has four cats, six months, what time do they wake up for breakfast? Elliot, can you talk to the cats? Uh, I do. I cannot talk to the cats. Okay. As of yet. Okay. I can interact with the cats. Okay. Um, but can I can't talk to them. Can you do like sign language? Like cat, book, book, where? No, not yet. I don't okay. have to speak with animals. I'm, okay. I'm, I haven't gotten that far yet. I didn't know if you could play like cat charades. Druidness. Okay. Is there anything in the pantry? There's not. Let's bring the books to the dining room table. Yes. Seven chairs. Yes. Let's, yes. Six chairs, seven Six books, chairs. four cats. <laughs> While traveling at 20 miles per hour <laughs> for a three-hour period. What no. time we have, is dinner? We have seven books. There's six chairs in the dining room, and the seventh book is locked. Upstairs, we only have Upstairs. six books. Let's yeah. put each six each the book that we it, have on the one, a on, chair on each. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do it. And a door opens. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
As you guys walk into the dining room, you see that the wizard is sitting in a chair, but still unconscious. But he's got a little bit of like tea that's steaming next to him and some crumpets that the cumin and colander had brought in. Wondering, you know, if he wakes up, he might be hungry or thirsty. Um, So... You just have him sitting at the table, just completely passed out. For my mind, he's got sunglasses on. (laughs) I don't know about his hardest day weekend at Bernie's, but he for sure has sunglasses on. His head's like drooped to the side. All right. So let's put all, we put all the books out and we try to like order them. And can we come up with a word that they spell? I don't know. Can you? I've been trying. I'm going to roll for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll. We're all going to roll. For um, uh, what would you call this? I would say either history or, or insight. Ins- yeah, are we trying to or invest? No. What do you think? I think it would be something intelligence based. Investigation. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we're just gonna roll intelligence. Intelligence works for me. You can do a saving throw. Let's do it that way. So if you have proficiency in intelligence, you'd be good at you know oh, what I mean. Yeah, fourteen. I have twelve. What about what intelligence? Saving throw. Saving throw. Uh, 13. Okay. I total a six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. None of, you, none of you guys are high enough. And they, you're in there and you got like the, I'm just picturing the scene. You got the books on the table and you're like flipping and flopping yeah. them. And then you're like, you stop and you're like, oh, we had an idea about putting them on the chair. So you like start putting them on all the chairs. <laughs> but then like the guy's there. So then you have like, all right, we got to move the wizard. But then for some reason, Gim- Gimbal's the only one that's available. So he's trying to like move the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and then all you hear is just this he, 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 and then you recognize that laughing and you look at the little the window. dragon fairies. You look at the window that was looking into the greenhouse and you just see these two little dragon fairies and they're just sitting there like just laughing and just watching you and they got like little snacks that they're just <laughs> eating as they're watching the scene unfold. I see you lassies. I'm on my way. <laughs> do we, need, do we I, need to capture these dragon fairies? Can we just approach them? Try I'm going to roll animal handling. Are you going into the I room? I got a or? one. All right. Doesn't matter. You're like, like trying to talk to the glass and you're like, and they're like waving except, back at you. Except I'm at the wrong window. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try animal handling, see if it does better in the toad. Okay. Sounds good. Oh my God. 18. You are on, you like go up to the glass and you're like talking to them and like, they're like following along with you, following, and then they like give you like a little like, head shake to like come in here okay so i'm gonna go into the greenhouse then i'm gonna warn you about this pink dust it's gonna make you speak like an irish man do you want to come out here and show me what not to touch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the me. yeah please follow me <laughs> yeah i guess we'll all go out yeah we'll all go to the greenhouse okay who's the first one in eye formation, oh, I formation. <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead and make a uh, dexterity saving throw Everyone? Uh, no, just Gimbal, since oh. he's the first one going through. 22. Um, so you are walking, and you see that they have stretched a like a vine across the doorway. So you just like easily jump over it. But before you can say anything, uh, Bryn, you're next in line. So go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. 23. Nice. No, 25. Yeah, no, you, wait, no, 23. 23. 23. 23. Yeah. You, I saw she had a natural 20 there. I have a natural oh. 20. Oh. So, natural 20. So you jump over, and then, Brynn, you're like, oh, those silly fairies. They're trying to trip me up, but you don't remember that you got someone else coming from behind you. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. Uh, four. Four. And Elliot, being the big <laughs> half-orc that's following behind you guys, is like watching you jump over something. He's really confused, and all of a sudden just hits this vine and just falls on top of both of you guys. <laughs> 
and you just hear the abruptest laughter of these uh, fairy dragons. And then they come down, and then poof, uh, a big pink mist cloud. Great. So we need a constitution saving throw from Elliot. 16. 16. You are able to hold your breath long enough that you know not to uh, breathe. And they go, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that wasn't very fun. And then they fly away. Okay. Okay, I'm holding my breath. And then the so, pink mist dissipates. Yep. All right. Hey, Elliot, I know we're becoming <laughs> friends and all, but can you get off of me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elliot gets up. Um, all right, we're in the greenhouse now. Yep, you're in the greenhouse now. With the herbs and the herbs. Herbs and the herbs. Did you that yeah. earlier? <laughs> <laughs> There's just herbs and herbs. <laughs> Same thing, yeah. It's not, I appreciate the international... Um, tomato, tomato, rec- or what should we call it? Pronunciation of the words. Thank you. All right. Do we see any bucks? You don't see any bucks, but the dragons are like, I see you're having a little trouble. <laughs> I am willing to help you, but I need to hear your best joke first. Ah, <laughs> oh, Gimbal. Do you got any jokes? Well, um, I do have pretty strong charisma. Let me try charisma roll. Uh, yeah. What would that be exactly? Roll for jokes. Roll for jokes. Roll for jokes. Uh, it would be a charisma base. It would be persuasion probably. Oh, all right. I've got a uh, performance bonus. So got a 19 plus four. Whatever joke you told them, they just think is absolutely hilarious. If you want to come up with the joke, you're welcome to. If I was not- really hoping that you would. All your dad jokes are <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, my mind only goes to uncle jokes right now. So okay, I don't think that's good. No. <laughs> but they just absolutely are cracking up about this joke that you just told them. And they are so excited and like, oh, being able to just hear such a funny joke. It's been so long. It was so, such a liberating experience. <laughs> Glad it was liberating. Liberating. So I told you a joke, uh, fairy dragons. Do, do you have any words of advice for us? Anything that uh, can help us on our journey here do you know where there's a book do you know where there's a book i know that there are seven books we have seven then you have everything you need so what do we do with the books well you have to come up with the passphrase to be able to leave oh dang it (laughs) what are the letters i b t l e y r (sighs) what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo hippo and a zippo i don't know one's really heavy the other's a little lighter (laughs) <laughs> a little lighter <laughs> just like our smoke <laughs> okay and now we play the jeopardy theme music do, 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 do. you probably can't broadcast or you know uh, no, 10, seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds yeah i think we have like 10 or 5 oh, seconds oh gotcha oh, yeah you can use um what's what is the name of the um the guy which which, which way? The one that the castle is named after, and all the books are named after. Morden. 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 Okay. Guys, I'm really bad at these things. Go ahead and roll a history check. Six. Eighteen. You've spent the most, uh, Bryn, you've spent the most time with these dragons, and you know they're kind of like tricksters. And it was very odd that they used the term, it was very liberating. Oh, liberty. You've got it. Liberty, and he says it really well, loud. You can't say it here, silly. That's not gonna work. Where you do we gotta need? be by the door. So let's grab the wizard and go to the door and go to the door that's missing. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. 
You two grab the wizard. I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to... You guys like a coffee or tea to go? Hey, Kuman, uh, can I get my shoes and my cloak back? Oh, yes, yes. I'm almost done. Maybe have some tea and biscuits while you wait. We got to go. We got to go. <sighs> Leave your shoe and cloak. I'm barefoot. <laughs> And you guys made me do it. We can get more shoes. I mean, I'm not going to let you go without your clothes. It's just not fully stitched together yet. Hey, Kuman, do you know any um, healing powers? I do not. The cat, is the cat still following me? Is he going to follow me outside? No. Once you leave the grounds, he's going to stop following you. All right. I'm going to give the cat uh, a little like rub underneath the chin and throw him some more dried beetroot. Okay. And I'm going to go pick up um, the wizard, throw him over my shoulder, and say, we got to go. Okay. Can I offer the cat a biscuit? Yeah. I'll, I'm going to offer the cat the biscuit. All right. All right. They enjoy it. You grab your partially repaired clothes. It's better than it was before, but it's not fully done. Okay. And you guys head to the doorway that's got the missing door inside of it. Uh, and I say liberty. You say liberty, and the door appears. And as you open the door, you are back in the study where the book was on the ground. And then after about a minute, the uh, doorway disappears and the book's just laying on the ground of the wizard's uh, tower. All right, I'm going to put the wizard in the ch- his chair in his office. Okay. I mean, put the wizard in the chair in office. And then over about the next day or so, he starts to kind of mm, like making sounds. Oh, if it's going to be that long, we'll bring him up to his bedroom. Okay, yeah, I guess. It's going to probably take him about a day or probably very, two Very days. kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Gimbal repick the lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't know the first time. And I'm like, no, I think this is a good idea. We got to get him upstairs. So yeah, yeah, pick it. Um, <laughs> and you're over, it takes about two days for the wizard to get you know back up so we can have yeah, a conversation think, with you guys i think we take care of him right so yeah. like in the kitchen right. trying to like maybe try to like spoon feed him some broth yes. like hydrate him do all the things right because if we don't treat him well maybe he's know, indebted to us he's now indebted. and he yeah. has to help yeah. us his life yes, yes. Uh, thank you for saving me my voice is still a little hoarse um what was that yeah well it was a like an imp like a, like a mosquito thing, but it was supposed it was a statue. But then as soon as I left, it it attacked me. Like it came to life. Why did uh, you take the statue? Well, I wanted I wanted to study it because it just looked so lifelike. And now I realize that's because it, it was alive, <laughs> but just in in like a, a stasis. How long have you been going to this mansion? I mean, I that was the first time I'd, I'd been there. It was a little weird. It was really weird. <laughs> By the way, I'm Elliot. I, I I was going to wait for you guys to introduce yourselves because oh. I don't guess people's names. <laughs> like a weirdo. My apologies. We were just so excited you yes. are, awaking. are awaking. Yes, I guess I should introduce myself, but I think you guys know I'm I'm Matris. Hi, Matris. I'm Bryn. And I'm Gimble, and we have all been seeking you out for your help. Well, I'm, I'm glad you sort you seeked me out because I, I, I'm alive probably because of you guys, but why are you in my bedroom? Well, you almost died and we've been nursing you back to care. How, how long have I been out for? Three, four days. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I, I guess what can I do for you? Well, we all have something that we need from you. Uh, I have three favors to read. Oh, geez. Okay. We can put you back in there if you'd like. Oh, yeah. no, please don't. <laughs> Roll for intimidation. <laughs> I don't have the strength to fight you. Um, Should we roll for persuasion to persuade him on the three? 
Or are we just going to have to? Average? I think he needs it. I don't think he needs it. Yeah. Nope. Oh, you don't think he needs it? Oh, he seemed more just frustrated that he's going to have oh, three, three things he yeah. needs okay. to take care of. Well, I need your help back in Schliefenwald helping turn all of these animals that have been turning to stone. We need to so, break so, this hex on them. There's a curse? Yes. I, I specialize in removing curses. Well, I think I found the right person then. Please return with me to Schliefenwald and correct I, us. I guess, I guess I can do that. Okay. And I know you know of Ephabel and the Karnak demon, and I need help replace, putting him back into his tree. You let Karnak out? Why did why did you do that? It wasn't me. <laughs> he, we sealed him in the giant oak tree. Yes. That, that should have held him indefinitely. I agree, but someone messed up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he unfortunately escaped. Okay, well, I think that's a, a top priority. He yes. Last time he wreaked havoc on the ecosystem. Wait, you said what about the woodland creatures? They're they're turning to stone. And I have a black sludge taking over. Well, well Karnak is a, is a black sludge. So these are all intertwined? I'm thinking they are. I think we just found our next adventure. And then that's where a story arc would start uh, into the hunt for Karnak. I like it. I but I, it. there's so many, <laughs> so many questions uh, left open. All right. Well, so that's going to wrap up our episode. Our first carriage rest one shot episode. Oh, what a wonderful story that has been. Thank you for joining us on that adventure. We hope. We hope we'll see you again at the Carriage Rest Inn. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our first episode of Carriage Rest Tales One Shot. Um, It was so fantastic to kind of bring our family along on this adventure um, and kind of showcase D&D. So we super appreciate. Also, if you're listening, you probably have already checked out our podcast, Carriage Rest Tales. Um, Do us a huge favor, like us on wherever, um, give us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform that you listen to podcasts, and then follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at at Carriage Rest D&D. Nope. You can... (laughs) I got to write this down. So follow us on Instagram at, at Carriage Rest Tales D&D or on Twitter at CR Tales D&D. Or on Discord at Carriage Rest Tales. We really, really appreciate you guys uh, giving us your time, especially on these kind of one-off things. So thanks so much for following us. So now at the end of every episode in our actual podcast, we go around the table and we answer a question of getting to know your players. Okay. So the question I'm going to have for our one shots is, this was your first session, what surprised you most about Dungeons and Dragons? I'd say the the um, the puzzle. You know, it, you, you're putting together a puzzle. I, I did not expect that, you know, I and I really enjoyed it, even though clearly I need to work on my word jumbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, as a first-time player you really don't know what it is until you're actually doing it and you're you're thinking in your head like what am I doing yes where where does this need to go there's so much going on and and you're and there's like a whole new side of it but it brings out like your great creativity and it's super fun um 
glad I did it because absolutely I can't wait for the next I know one. yeah <laughs> I'm ready okay so when's the next time we can come down yeah <laughs> so I will also tell you like even as somebody who's been playing for years like I was having those exact same feelings so like halfway through when we took our break we were we were just chatting and they're like okay, I have no clue what we're doing. I'm like, yeah, either do I. <laughs> like, I don't know like, what the next steps are. Like, you know, there's a couple of things that you kind of know, but you just learn because you've done them before. But yeah, that's that's the whole thing about D&D, I think. Yep, and that's one of the reasons I picked this adventure. One, it was a series of one shots. So each story is just encompassed on itself. So next time we meet, you can play the same characters, but it might be a different story. But what I liked about it is it said all of them focus on some sort of like puzzle mystery type aspect, which is always more difficult for me um, just from a creative thinking standpoint. Yeah. So, so do, we, do we get to level up for next time? Yep. So you guys will go to level two for the next adventure. I'm planning on just keeping this book for when we, we play. Yeah, I think that'll work. And then I want to do one shots with other people yeah, also. Of course. And I'll just use either something I create or I have a couple other one shots that I've have planned that I can run from different books and stuff.